I got it, Lantonio. They need to create a new goblin, and his moniker will be the Hamburglar. And when you kill him, he uh, drops. Yeah. He drops the Roderick Hamburger. Yeah, the Hamburglar. Yeah. This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Episode 86, Stone Cold Shano Austin. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Lantonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Dreja. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from a mostly full stein of Michelob Amberbach, this is episode 86 of the Shattered Soul Stone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Sunday. Oops, we, we're, we're up a day. And it is June 7th. I am your host, Nevik. I am joined by one of my co-Joeys. How are you, Jen? I'm alive. <laughs> That's about Yay. all I can say. I have a sinus infection, but I'm on antibiotics. No, boo. Yeah, well, I get them often. It's not a really, you know... I know for most people you get a sinus infection and you're like out for a week and can do nothing. I get them so often I've learned to cope a little. So I'm here. Hey. So it's like almost normal. I got antibiotics too. All right. (laughs) Join the crowd. Uh huh. That's what all the cool kids are doing apparently. Yeah, I couldn't go get my uh, shot in my back for my sciatica because I'm on antibiotics. So now I get to feel pain again for another three weeks. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and speaking of pain, we imagine Brazia is probably passed out because he spent a week in the scorching desert known as Arizona. Mm-hmm. So he won't be joining us tonight, or maybe he will, but we don't know. We're not sure. But uh, you, you've already heard him. Our fourth musketeer, Lantonio, is back. Oops, Nevik did it again. I'm here. I'm now a Britney Spears wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you messed up in the beginning, and you're like, oops, mm. I did it already. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oops, Nevik did it. We didn't it have again. to actually, you know, make mention of that during the actual recording <laughs> of the actual show. I had to. You're drinking Michelob, so, you know, you it's had a dark to lager. I, I think this time, I think it will make it past the QA department known as Rillandune. Hey, this is the first whiskey sour I've had in a long time. It's a big cup and by the time i get done with it i'll probably be talking even more than i do but you probably won't be feeling any pain so hey yes Mm -hmm. exactly until the next day that mixed that mixed with uh you know some yeah and yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've been in a lot of pain recently myself even with my pain medication so it's been kind of stinky but uh we did bring in a give us so much gabapentin what (laughs) <laughs> I said they gave us so much of that gabapentin, Nevik. I 
<laughs> I should probably ask my doctor if there's a stronger dose of it because I think my body has acclimated to it and it's kind of normal now. That can happen. And, yeah. So, I don't know what they give you, but they put me on 300 three times a day already. So. Yeah, that's what I'm on, and I don't know if that's yeah. next dose or not. So. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Cause we sound like a bunch of like old people. Oh, my God. We are <laughs> old people. Even if we're not old, we're old because we want to be. <laughs> soon I'll be joining the land of the of the great four zero. Uh, oh. Not this year. Uh-huh. Four zeros? You guys, I'm not even 30 yet. Ugh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so um, we did bring in a fourth person because of, well, I guess it would have been five if Brescia had made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brought in our editor, Sean. Sean, we always we always have the pleasure of, of, you know, having a one-sided conversation with you, but this week we get to have a two-sided conversation. It must be horrible for him he, as he's listening to us and he's thinking, it's, gr- oh, it's great that you interrupted him. Shut up, you guys. Him. I have to edit this. <laughs> I, I set it up for Sean to say something Somehow. and you just come barreling in. Yeah. Yep, I told you. <laughs> That's what was the point right. of that. Right. He's got to be like, shut up, I got it. Shh, shh. <laughs> after, Let's let Sean after, talk. After all this okay. time, I, I really wouldn't expect anything less from Lantonio, so it's going <laughs> exactly as I, as I could have hoped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> so, yes. Yes, we did bring in Sean, and uh, there's a very good reason why, and you'll find out soon. But uh, let's... Let's not beat around the bush. Let's get directly into what we've been up to in-game. And as we have usually done, we open it up to our guest. And since Sean is our guest this week, Sean, what have you been up to? Well, I can't say that I have a lot to report on, um, really, as far as any game goes. But uh, especially maybe with Diablo. I... I am really the casualist of the casual alertist of players when it comes to most games. However, because I knew I was going to be on this week, I figured, well, I should have at least something to talk about. So I decided to roll a new character. It was actually a demon hunter, which I haven't really played before. I had... One Demon Hunter, like, way back a long time ago that I didn't really uh, get very far with, so I decided to try again. I actually rolled a Hardcore because I thought that might be interesting. It might just add a little more of an interesting dynamic uh, to the game. Now, I only, you know, it by default it was set to normal, so I got him uh, all the way up to level 4, as you can imagine, with very uh, little trouble, and... Um, that's 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 it. But um, it, it was fun, you know. I, it's a uh, that's it. Is that that's when you stopped, or that's when you kicked the no, 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 oh, no, 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 did not die, did not die. No, his, okay. his hardcore character lives. It's still yeah, around. The, the character is still there, and I will probably play it more. You know, you know. The I think the challenge that I have sometimes with with playing Diablo is that my game time, as it were, is. You know, it's not always easy to be able to go, okay, I, I think I can just sit down and, you know, play for a couple hours straight. And, you know, with Diablo, when you when you get higher up with everything, you know, you can't really maintain your progress until you hit checkpoints and stuff like that. So, uh, but having this hardcore character and being low level, at least for a while, I might just, uh, you know, just jump in every now and then and try to try to get him up a level or two and just enjoy the process until eventually I, I bite the dust. 
I uh, perhaps appropriately named my demon hunter Meat Shield, so I'm, <laughs> I'm figuring, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, I probably won't have a huge emotional attachment to this one when it inevitably goes down, so. You have low expectations. I think you picked the perfect yeah. guy, actually, because I just so happened to rolled my first demon hunter since all the changes and it was actually it's really fun to level because i didn't know any of the skills and i think you'll have a good time like trying them out because there's so many different types of stuff that the demon hunter does it is different to play a ranged class you know mostly up until now i've played barbarian and crusader so it's kind of cool to you know shoot at everything from the other side of the screen which is real easy to do at low level on normal you you really you rarely have uh, a time when, you know, things even get to you, usually. So I'm sure that mm -hmm. will change as I get farther on into the game. But it's been fun so far. That's good. Awesome. I, I guess you have a goal, and that's to beat Brazia. I forget how high Brazia got. Maybe level 13? I don't remember. Okay. All right. Tonio, do you remember before Bra Brazia died like three or four times with the Demon Hunter and said, All right, that's it. I'm done. Back to the wish doctor. Yeah, yeah, I think he. Yeah, somewhere right up in there. Yeah. So it was our own skeleton king, so that's usually around. That's around 13. 13 yeah. Around. Now was if you're doing it on your own. What was uh, Brage's demon hunters? Were they actually beaten by the game, or did they just you know fall prey False. to him? Most of them were asleep. <laughs> we yeah, I was know. gonna say most of them was probably asleep. No, no, I think he actually got killed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because I think he went through one night and just, you know, tried to power through it a couple times and just kept dying. Don't remember what difficulty he was running at. He might have dropped it all the way down to normal. He usually plays hard. I know we don't talk about this very often, but uh, for all of our listeners out there that do want to start a hardcore character, the best thing to do is, if you are used to the game and you're pretty confident in your abilities, you can, you can ratchet up that difficulty up to hard. And I wouldn't go any higher than that, because um, if you're just leveling solo, especially, hard is by far the most efficient way to level, if you don't have any twink gear, that is, of course. So, um, that, yeah, I wouldn't go any higher than hard. And whenever you start the game, um, although, Sean, I'm sure you had to go through campaign, uh, yeah. granted that you probably haven't ever cleared the game on hardcore. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, if you have... if. Um, I guess if you're trying hardcore for the first time ever, uh, you won't have access to this little trick. But um, if you have, you can start it. You can start at level one in adventure mode. Run over to your follower. I guess if you're playing as a demon hunter, you'd run over to the scoundrel and grab his weapon off of him. You know, just steal it. You know, say mine. This is mine now. <laughs> and and that will. <laughs> that's a huge boost at level one. So. Okay. That it's one little one little. I didn't even think of that. I would yeah. never have thought of that. That's that's cool. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's just one little tip. You do have to have access to adventure mode, which means you have to have cleared Act Five in hardcore mode. Uh, d uh, with do you know? Yes. I thought I thought it was just you only had to do it in. I swear, for some reason, I don't. I've never cleared Act Five in hardcore on campaign. Really? Before I started adventure mode, but I had done it in the past. Well, that was before Reaper. I'd done it though, so maybe they counted that. Well, I don't know. You know, I because when Reaper first came out, I I've only played hardcore since Reaper came out. 
So I never did the campaign first, and because I always said I thought you had to do the campaign, and then it was still open. So. Yeah, last season I was playing a hardcore demon hunter, and I did a lot of rifts and really didn't do much at all in story mode. And I've never, I've never gotten a hardcore character through story mode ever. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they took that away, or else they just changed it so that. And now, uh, unless unless that had some, to do with some seasonal, way, shape, or form, you know, like maybe that right. might be with seasonal. Um, maybe they opened that yeah, up. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm about to find out one way or another. Once uh, I I'm logging into the European realm. Okay. Right? There you go. Where I haven't actually ever played. Way to test played. it. Um, that that way I can verify right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can. Oh, I know for goodness. sure with seasonal that you can go right into uh, adventure mode, or at least you could for season two. I can't imagine they changed that for season three. You know. Um, that would make sense. But I don't know if you're not playing a seasonal character. I don't know if that option's available. We're about to find out. You know what? Uh-huh. Yeah. If you're creating a seasonal character, you do not have you the requirement of clearing the campaign is not is not there. Right. So yeah. There we go. Figured it out. Yeah, so if you've even if you've never played hardcore ever before in your life, as long as you create a seasonal character, you can you can start at level one in adventure mode. Nice. You learn a new thing every day. Yay. And here, here it is. I've, I've dumped in know. almost. <laughs> I've almost dumped three thousand hours into Diablo three, and just now know I know. <laughs> it's not not something I ever thought. And yeah, because I remember back before seasons came out, we were wondering if we would have to uh, run through the campaign, and then they said, nope, nope. If you if you've gone through it once before, you don't have to. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, that means if you're making the jump from normal to hardcore, then of course you have to the campaign guess not so yeah cool yeah so there you go mm-hmm. so I, I know Karova is going to get massive use of that because in season four he's going to create a hardcore monk cool as as he should and uh very cool do we know yeah, when so... do we know when season three is ending <laughs> uh, well whatever well, the four month mark is at least so we're maybe almost halfway through really um, okay we, because start uh, February 5th Wait, not February. Can't be February, um, right? A- April 15th, right? That sounds April better. 9th. Yeah, April sounds April right. 9th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's April yeah. 9th. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that well, means May 9th, that... June 9th is next Tuesday. So, yeah, Wait. next Tuesday will be two months. Couldn't have been April 9th. It would have, must have been April 10th. Is that right? Okay. Well, either way, next week will be the two-month mark. Okay. So, we still got another two months. So, we're pretty much exactly halfway through. Okay, cool. That That is At also least. assuming yeah. that... Right. That uh, we we find out halfway through July if they are giving us our two week warning because oh. maybe well, they won't. They be. did say in the beginning that this one was going to be at least. Yeah. So I think they're going to do that no matter what since they already made that statement. Especially because you know there are some casual players out there that don't have anywhere near you know Paragon five hundred or there's people under a hundred. I see plenty of them, and you know so. And and then you, know, then you conversely look at those uh, like Quinn. Who's uh? I think he's at Paragon eleven hundred something now. Holy cow! Oh, wow, that's in in a season. Yeah, or... in season three. Wow, I, I, I... that's a lot of hours yeah. playing that. Holy. Well, yeah. that's I... that's what he does as his job. He hmm. he streams. He's an official. He's an official Twitch partner. So oh well, he in makes that case, revenue. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense now. Okay. Yeah, yeah fun gig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but well. 
I mean, as much as I love Diablo 3, there's no way that I could play for 8 to 10 hours a day. There's just If I could get paid to do no, it, I would play I nonstop all day every day. <laughs> you would think that. Actually, I don't know. I don't know how fast I could burn out. I, if I could get paid to play D two, I think I'd pick that over D three to play all day though and get paid for oh. it every day. <laughs> Even with all the quality of life improvements we have in Diablo yeah, three, yeah, because I I still have. I, well, I don't I don't look at when I play go back like I did. You know, I don't look at Diablo three as oh I can't do this I can't do that. I look at Diablo two as wow I love this game. I can't believe how much fun I can still have in it. I see. You know, the only thing I. Honestly, what changed about the album two is the gold pickup. That's like the only thing I noticed. That I was sitting there wasting a lot of time doing, but which who knows? Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll do something like that still, because there's a couple people still working on it. Yeah. But uh, you know, other than that, I, you know, you guys know since the beginning, I, I love the album two. Yeah. So, you know, I put a lot of lot of hours, a lot of life into that. So, you know, it's a passion. Yes, this is true. So I guess if you look at it from that mindset, um, for me, I'm I'm. I'm so used to all the quality of life improvements that we have in Diablo 3. It's hard for me to go back. And, well, maybe I made the mistake of trying a class that I never really played and never gave a chance. And maybe there was a reason why I never played a Druid back when Lord of Destruction came out. <laughs> well, Dru Druids, you would enjoy the Druid class. Um, just not as a first time starting for hardcore, especially. Yeah. You know, that's a class that you want to build once you have other gear because there are, like, elemental druids and stuff can be phenomenal. Um, actually, the, with the way the druid uses his uh, uh, magic and stuff, he's actually a very awesome player or character to use nowadays because of all the magic immunities and everything. And mm -hmm. where, as in Hell, every single person has at least one immunity. Most of them have two. Um, for instance, cold immunity can't be can't be broken so if you're like a cold source bing that's gonna stink yeah because um, there's tons of cold stuff so uh, but you know a lot of the elemental druid is cold but they also have the i think the uh, fire as well that mixes in you know so in the physical from if you have any lycanthropy so it they work really well i mean i, I remember i ran a tornado druid and i could do uh, uh what's the the key runs with that in like th three seconds and the one that's <laughs> in, in three seconds it's that all seriously well i mean let's just i'm not no you know i'm not admitting to anything but i might have had a map that somehow <laughs> showed <laughs> you may or may not have been using map hack <laughs> so well you know what they already punished me for it so i might as well admit it i lost a cd a couple uh, an account for that after like three years of using the lightest map thing i won't call it heck a map helper um <laughs> i finally opened up my account one day to uh you have been bad i'm like no oh, that's terrible <laughs> Yeah, well, at least it was, like, right at the end of, like, a, a ladder season, because otherwise, you know, with all the stuff that we would have access to, that would have been bad. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess we might as well just jump right into what you've been up to, Antonio. Sure. Uh, well, like, obviously, I've been playing some D2, uh, playing a little bit of D3, but let's see. I've been playing a lot more D3, or D2 than D3 lately. So before I die here, I'm going to pause D3. There we go. I was getting caught up on Waller just now, speaking of what I've been up to <laughs> with uh, uh, Rift Guardian and two uh, champion packs with Waller around me in Act 3 so and T6. So yeah, it's kind of spooky. But, <laughs> but 
But anyway, so I started the new ladder season on D2. And I did start with the cold source because I wanted to try to get someone who could teleport up right away. And I haven't played hardcore in D2 in ages. And I remember why I don't already because I made it to Act 2. I got to level 18. I had a, uh, a stun, uh, lightning enchanted uh, monster start hitting me. And I could not move, could not teleport, could not use pots quick enough. Just once he had me locked down, because I had no hit recovery, bam, destroyed. And that kind of stunk, so like everyone got instantly got ahead of me. Because we were at Act 2 like fairly quickly, uh, my group. So, you know, everyone started passing me up. But uh, then I switched to the Necro, because I was like, you know what, heck with it. I'm probably not going to play long enough that I'm going to even get to hell. And so I don't care about teleporting. Like, I'm just going to play with the guys until everyone gets sick of it. So I did the Necro, and I was back to level 18 within, I don't know, a half hour. Because I, I went on my own, did, like, the Trist runs and all that stuff to catch up. And, you know, got a, an Act 1 rush and stuff just so I could catch back up. But, yeah, he, um, he's still alive. I haven't really played it anymore since I got through Act 2. I just finished Juriel. Um, somehow survived, but I ran out of skeleton and it's like right near the end and he was freezing me and I was running and screaming and blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. My throat gets a little scratchy because I'm getting over bronchitis still, but uh, yeah, I don't, it was really fun going back to it. Um, I was playing with like Cyber and the guys and we were all having a, a, a real fun time doing it. So I don't know, I heard when I watched you on Westmarch Workshop, Nevik, that you had some fun with it, so. I was excited, kind of, the only bummed thing is I wanted to play in the game with you so I could go hostile at some point. Or oh. so. <laughs> but uh, when it comes back to D3, because like I said, I didn't play a lot last week, I was really sick, but uh, yesterday and then this morning was probably the most I got into D3, but I decided to start building my Demon Hunter because it's the last class I had, and once I got that to 70, I was going to clear out like two stash taps full of like low level gear and stuff that I used to level except for like my cane set and stuff because that's really good it's a bit cane set and blah 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 just in case I ever need to re-level anything but I did that this morning it took me less than an hour by myself and then to like 52 and then about five minutes worth of power leveling from hometown hero Jesse to finish me up to 70 but that was really really fun uh, the Demon Hunter I haven't played in so long and just all because you know everything seems new to me because I don't know what all these skills does or what this stuff I remember what strafe and multi-shot kind of looks like but the damages have been also buffed and sentries look so much different man it was fun just like because I mean from 0 to 50 it took no time at all uh, playing on Torment 6 because I do have the Gemma E's and you know, the cane set and the borns and uh, all, everything, uh, Leorix with 100%, everything I need pretty much, you know, for XP. So I, I think I get like 24 or 2,400% XP gain or something like that. It's awesome. But I'm actually kind of excited now to maybe even build the Demon Hunter because it was just so much fun playing. And I don't know if I'd ever like chase. Um, greater rifts with that or anything like that because I'm not really good at range classes well, anymore. Well, I can tell you that if you want to even get onto the leaderboard, you have to clear at least a greater rift 41. Well, no, I definitely wouldn't be worried about leaderboards at all anyway. I'm just saying, like, for my own personal gain to make him uh, to go higher with him. I'd rather, I'd like to get to, like, T6 viable where I can just 
do really fast T6 runs or mm -hmm. maybe greater rift 30 runs, you know, or 35 just so you can always get those level 25 gems up really fast. Mm -hmm. So that would be it just seems really cool. I don't know exactly what builds are good. I don't have much gear. I have like two pieces of nats that I found along the way and then a bunch of little stuff that I crafted here and there. But yeah, I mean, it's I had a blast. I was surprised. It was actually the funnest class I played leveling up myself so far this season, even more than uh, the Crusader and the Barb. Probably because it was so new and fresh. That's probably but, it, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, when it comes to the old guys, yeah, I'm playing the Barb right now. Just I need to really, really need to get crafting mats. I have no Forgotten Souls or anything to like really do anything. I'm still searching for either the helm or the body armor of the way set for the barb it's like impossible to get i have spent and I, i've been kind of started counting over twenty thousand blood shards and i have not got a curious or the helm of waste wow and yet i've seen people find them the sets three times over and i'm like come on and then i found three green mighty weapons in one game and i'm like wow oh yes finally i'm gonna have a one of them has to be a solemn vow because i have I've gotten like a hundred warriors' bloods. Guess what? All three were more warriors' bloods. Oh no! I was like, well, where is solemn vow? Well, I guess you know, in case you die. But I mean, and one of them ended up being ancient, so I got a good one waiting. But it's just like, come on, where is the solemn vow? I really want to try that that mix. And I was even thinking about going to that plus focus and restraint, and just seeing how uh, badass the barb can get. And I also had some fun. I haven't done anything with cosmetics and transmogging ever, really. Mm -hmm. So I decided to actually start transmogging my guys and making them look cool. And I got a pretty cool setup, I think, on my Barbarian. He's, like, all red and black and uh, shirtless but with the big shoulders on. And then, you know, the pants are all red and black with the huge boulder breaker. So it looks pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's what I've been up to in Diablo. Uh, I wanted to comment a couple of things. You guys were talking about story on Westmarsh Workshop, Nevik, and I thought that sounded kind of cool. So my plan with the uh, Demon Hunter before I started leveling so fast because I had my gear on was I was going to try to go back and do some lore listening again and maybe even slow play them through the game. But I leveled up with one kill to like yeah. 20. So I was like, okay, I'll just level them up and go back. I, I really actually want to have a night. I don't know if anyone wants to do it with me or whatever, but I kind of want to go back through campaign again. Uh, with like a fully built character, I don't even care if we play, you know, on normal. I'll probably play T6 just because T6 is easy enough to do. But I'd like to just go through the whole campaign and listen to all the story again, because I think there actually is a lot of lore that I've missed, especially by listening to like other people talk about the lore. I'm like, I didn't even know that. So I was, you know, you guys were talking about the dragon. Um, what's his name Tathman. again? Yeah, Tathman. Like I don't even know those stories, and I have. The books and stuff but i never got a chance to read storm of light and everything so i'm kind of wanting to do that now quite a bit so but before my voice totally goes away before the show i better let uh jen tell us what she's been doing because i'm sure we're all excited since we haven't heard from her for a couple weeks yeah it's been a little while i try to get here when i can so i'm here um i've been sick as i said so i have been most of my time has been spent sleeping more often than usual because i've been sick but when i've been able to play d3 um i am playing my seasonal crusader 
who is softcore because I switch off every other season, softcore, hardcore, softcore, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so next season I'm playing hardcore. I just don't know which character yet. I'll figure it out when we get there, I suppose. But my uh, Crusader, it just hit Paragon 56. I'm hoping to get to 100 because I know there's like a cool banner thing you get when you hit Paragon 100, I think. I read it somewhere. I think it's just 100 Paragon points. You get the pennant. And then 400 Paragon points, you get the Paragon Portrait banner. Or right. the Paragon Portrait, yeah. Yeah, so I'm shooting for 100. I figure I can do that. Um, I've gotten to 100 before. I've never gotten much beyond it. So I don't know that I can get to 400, but we'll see how the season goes. If it's long enough, well, there's a chance, uh, you know? 400 achievement points, not Paragon points. Oh, achievement points? Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I, oh. I may have accidentally confused our listeners. Yeah, it's 100 yeah. achievement points and 400 achievement points. So it's not the Paragon points that do it. It's the achievement right. points. Okay, so seasonal achievement points of 100. Okay, I think I might have that. I don't know yeah. if I have 400 yet. That's a lot easier. Okay, cool. I'll yeah. have to check and see where I'm at. I didn't check before the show to see how many achievement points. Um, I'm still kind of bummed that there's not that many achievements this season, you know? Yeah... That's probably why. Like new ones or? Well, like they took out like um, they took out the monster slaying achievements. You know, they took oh, out okay. you know some I, of this I other stuff. So yeah, like everything now is like you have to be doing nephilim rifts or uh, greater rifts, really. You know, pretty much yeah. uh, most of it. It's not all of it. Like there is like I did a couple of them where you get into T one and you go kill. I think the butcher. There's an achievement for that. Mm -hmm. You know that kind of thing. You know, um, but and speaking of the butcher. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later, I'm oh, sure. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I think Go I ahead, too. tell him. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm super excited. After watching the Butcher play in Heroes of the Storm, oh my goodness. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited for Heroes because uh, they, I wouldn't call it an expansion, but their next couple of content updates are going to be pretty much Diablo-focused. That's they, awesome. Beautiful. They coined That's it so the cool. Eternal Conflict, so... Yeah, so oh, it's, I think it's I'm gonna about be good. ready to learn that game. I'm going to have to have... Actually, heck, Jen, you could probably even teach me. I'm sure you know more about it than I do. Um, I kind of want to learn Heroes. I'm getting more excited now that there's more Diablo stuff in it to want to learn it. and I know nothing so far. Like I've played like two rounds and just first computer, and I got through like the tutorial, but I didn't know what I was doing. So. Well, I can it tell you what you definitely want to do. You want to dive those towers as much as possible. Just forget the fact that they kill you super easy in the very Oh, beginning. no, 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 no. Don't listen to him. <laughs> and, Why do you think I said Jen? You could probably help me. And, yeah, I, I probably that. could, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll have to figure and, that and out. If you you see, and if you see three enemy players and you're all by yourself, no worries. You're fine. You're overpowered. You, you can do it. Be right. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah. Chase, no. chase those little health <laughs> players. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, getting back to what I was doing, um, I've started working on Greater Rifts, which I've never really done before. I think season one I did a little bit with my seasonal barbarian, and I did like just enough to go, oh, that's a Greater Rift, okay, and just kind of didn't really continue much with that. But I've gotten to, uh, I've completed a Greater Rift 12, uh, and then today I tried doing a 14, and I couldn't quite kill the... Uh, the rift boss before the end of it um but completed the the rift the greater rift itself so that's where i'm at um playing in t2 probably gonna move up to t3 pretty soon yeah. um and you know it's kind of that's pretty much where i'm at right now you know there's not a lot to report like with yeah. you know with 
when you go through the story content, you know, either the first time or while you're still interested in it, you know, you can kind of say, oh, I did this part or I was at this part of the game. And everybody goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that part. But when you're just doing riffs, there's not a lot to, you know, to say other than how far you got because they're all kind of, right. you know, the same, you know. <laughs> Roughly, I mean, that the, you looks know. really funny right now with the glasses. <laughs> I'm sorry to pull up on uh, his glasses covering his uh, face on Skype video, and uh, no one can see it, but it looks all weird on, on Skype, like he's looking through his beer glass through his uh, cam. So I was oh. about <laughs> that's that. funny. But, like you're also saying though, like because I was sick last week too, and uh, it's it's hard to play when you don't feel good, man. Like, mm-hmm. I tried to get on the game to play, you know, just to pass some time, but it's like I'm coughing every two seconds and having yeah, to blow the nose difficult. and everything else. Yeah. It's like, ugh. So. Yeah, that's difficult. When, when you're screaming at the game, BOST BS. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Lantonio Crud voice from BlizzCon. You know, like, I'll, I'll be, like, I've gotten mad at Hearthstone a couple times, right? But, um... Let's not speak that word. Yeah, I know, oh, but like, I, I've Talk never about... gotten mad at Diablo, you know? You totally just made me have to go on a quick tangent, because this morning I was oh, playing no. Hearthstone. <laughs> no. It'll only be like a two-second thing, but for some reason, my phone lately has decided, the phone app for Hearthstone decided it loves to lag, like right when I'm going to win. <laughs> and I had, uh, I was, Sorry. I had been searching for my fifth win for a quest for like six games, and I finally had it, and all I had to do was hit my minion to his hero, and it kept like giving me the not connecting sign, not connecting sign. All of a sudden, it connects back, and you see the the line go out real fast, and my turn ends. He's got one health, and then he comes back and kills me, and I'm like, Yeah, oh, oh. man, that's that's a bummer. No! <laughs> I like yeah, threw you know, my phone. I bet. I wonder how many phones have been destroyed as a result of a Hearthstone match, you know? I mean, I think there's probably a lot of them out there, but I tend to play Hearthstone when I'm, like, exceptionally sick, like, really sick, because then I really don't care yeah. what happens, and I'm just watching, uh-huh. like, all the explosions. <laughs> like, that's cool. Look at that. Ooh, you know, and I don't care if I win or not, you know? Right. So that's, that's how well, I, I love Hearthstone. it on the phone, but I just, it seems like they need to bug fix some... You know connectivity issues because it does seem to lag out a lot and you know i know it's not my internet because it does it everywhere and then you know you go on the computer and it works perfectly or the or the tablet so yeah oh, well. it'd be it's, nice they just started it's still it working phone, nope so. yep still yeah. working on it so. uh-huh yeah all they have to do well, actually there's two things that they could do to get me back into that game they could change the wins into just deal that many uh, like, let's say you have to win three games with a d- certain kind of deck. Mm-hmm. They just changed it to deal 90 damage, or I guess it's win two games usually, isn't it? If they were to Sometimes. just change it, deal 60 damage, that way you could do it, you know, in two games, or maybe three or four, five, ten, if you're well, really... they have a the deal 100 damage quest, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or they could just allow you to play against the AI, you know, you can do that in you heroes. Can. Yeah. You can. Or your friends, you could count playing against your friends. Just you know, yeah, I know. Wait, those are daily quests, then, but daily quests in Hearthstone, you can play against the AI now. And oh uh, no, you can't do yeah. the daily quests. It depends quests on in which question. It depends on which quest it is. There are a couple you can, but not all of them. Um, like, wait, no, yeah, most of them you can't. But I've been getting a new one that I haven't seen. It's spectate one of your friends winning, and you get a um, a, a pack, a classic pack. I've oh, gotten it like three that. times now. 
Yeah, I've never seen it, and because I, I thought, hmm, I wonder if you have to watch the entire game to get, you know, to get it. But no, you just gotta see him win. So. Oh, this uh, explains why people I, have been watching me play. You know, like there's no yeah, point. So I mean, people, I'm just gonna lose. Yeah. Really, it's not that much fun. But if you need to, if it gives you a pack, <laughs> then I guess it's worth it. You know. Yeah, it's it's nice because I've actually, I don't know what it is about the classic packs, but I've been buying classic packs a lot, and I have been getting legendaries out of them, a lot. You know, in comparison, I went back and I got like four legendaries packs. You know, out of like ten packs I opened, I got a legendary out of four of them. Maybe that's where all your legendary luck is in Diablo Three, because you've been playing ah, so much Hearthstone. It went Maybe over there. Maybe. Yeah. See? But yeah. I really haven't been playing. As, as I, all I do is my dailies, and I get off, and I only play it on the phone. So. Yep. Mm. Your daily get off. That means ritual. you're up there. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I don't think we could do that as a show title, though. I don't know. <laughs> a daily Hearthstone. You already, you already knew where I was going with that. I was like, oh, we got a new show title. Mm -hmm. There we go. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I think we. Is I think it we good or bad that it. we're thinking along the same lines now? You know these things. So <laughs> right. That's what happens who? when people think about me. Papa Kangaroo uh, will not approve. Of no, that. not at all. <laughs> he already cringed about the, the boot physics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Boob <laughs> physics and ear balls or something? And he was like, what Boob is this? Boob physics for your ear balls. For your ear balls, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. uh, which oh was awesome. Yep. We just we just can't help but turn into, like, middle school kids, you know? It just, uh, hey, yeah. It, mm -hmm. It's comical. I mean, we're, we're, you know what? It's 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 okay because we are adults and we can be comical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's, there's no reason that you can't have the, ch the humor of a teenager or an adolescent. Sure. Yeah, why not? Exactly. Or a little kid. You said, but okay, that was terrible. <laughs> that's that's enough to crack up a room full of kindergartners, honestly. Yeah. That, they, they just repeat it and keep laughing. You know? like, just... Start, you know, get a fart machine, and then then we're golden. Sean, Sean's picture on, on Skype just looks like he's actually responding to us what we're saying because <laughs> you know he's got like, uh, like a, yeah, just kind of like it's just a very stoic. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold Sean Austin. There we go. There, yeah. There's a show title. Yeah, there you go. Right. Stone Cold stuff. <laughs> okay, that's a tongue twister, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'll go into what I've been up to. Um, mm -hmm. So as Lantana already spoiled the beans, I I was a guest over in Westmarch Workshop last week. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna miss Leviathan tremendously. But oh, yeah. but he's got to do what he's got to do, and he's doing it for all the right reasons. So, you know, gonna miss him. But you know, he'll pop up from time to time. It's not like I he's... watched like his video goodbye video. It was kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I did get back into the full swing of things with Diablo three. In fact, I think I played more Diablo than anything else, including Heroes. I did not play any Diablo two. <laughs> I think my why uh, not? I think my did trip. You die? I think my no. I didn't die. My trip well, down Nostalgia Lane, I was like, yep, I think I've had enough Diablo 2. I'll go back oh, to You Diablo. didn't die, but you knew you were going to, so you quit, so you couldn't, that way you couldn't Possibly. say that you died when I did. No, it's just, I, <laughs> I think I made the mistake of playing a werewolf. I, I think that, I think that was my undoing, because... I, I told you you should have played Source, you would yeah. have liked it better, but... Yeah, I, if I go back, I'll probably start a, a Sorceress and see how that goes, but we'll see. But, um... Yeah, I'm just amazed that Nineball and I are able to talk and talk and talk. I mean, we stretched 
<laughs> before the show, guy. yeah, yeah, of course. But before the show, Nineball and I were like, man, this is probably gonna, well, Nineball more than me. It's like this is probably going to be one of our shorter shows. I was like, maybe. <laughs> we, we both like to. <laughs> you talk. don't know me very well. <laughs> and, well, his show was our three-hour show, right? When we had him on. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we went a full two hours with. Uh, I think the only bit of Diablo news was Grimiku did some fresh meet and greets, and there there was the uh, Player Way Thursday vote, which I think closes as of right now. So our listeners, by the time you listen to this. That vote will have closed. I made the joke that a wizard would win and wouldn't show up, and I forgot that no wizard build was nominated for the Play Your Way Thursday. <laughs> or, uh, so, so there's no way that a wizard could win that. <laughs> in fact, uh, I, I think the wizard and the crusader were the only two classes that were not uh, included in this uh, batch. But that's okay, because I know Nevelistus, she probably doesn't like to always have the same four classes every single time for Play Your Way. And um, I'm hoping that the monk will win. But uh, but yeah, that was the only bit of Diablo news that we had to talk about, and we still went a full two hours. And uh, oh yeah. So um, as I mentioned in the last episode of our show, I leveled the Demon Hunter up to 70. And at that time, I didn't have any gear for her. And um, I created this Demon Hunter in honor of Bryzy, who uh, ripped in uh, Greater Rift 46 with me and two other people. Uh, we <laughs> He was our only source of, of DPS. <laughs> so, oh, that oh, who no. ripped when you were talking about that? Okay. Yeah, I remember and, that story. And, uh, I was like, okay, yeah, we will not avenge his death. And um, I'm honoring his, his Demon Hunter and uh, created Vala, my Demon Hunter. And I started... Realized I had to do a lot of leveling of gems because demon hunters do not use the same gems that a monk does. So I did that. Blew through pretty much every single Greater Rift trial key that I had. Um, I created mostly in the 20... Let's see. What range did I create? I think I created like a bunch of 28s, a bunch of 29s, and a couple 30s. And I blew through all of those leveling up gems. And uh, in that process, I got up to Paragon 465... So, nice. And I now have all level 25 gems on my Demon Hunter. She is T6 viable. Um, she is rocking full Marauder 6. Well, 5-piece. Plus a ring of Royal Grandeur. So That'll do, she, yeah. I, um, I've been spending tons... Like, pretty much any time I fill up on Blood Shards, I'll switch over to my Demon Hunter, go to Kadala, spend all 900 of my Blood Shards, get maybe a... Legendary to curse Kadala and go back to the monk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even hunters are strangely addictingly fun, man. I'm surprised. I can't believe. I've been telling you guys this forever, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yep, you know, fun. every class has its thing, but you know, I just you get on one class that you like, so you play it and play it and play it. Mm-hmm. And then I just decided I was going to level all the guys since we had the time this season. And if I play them, I play them. If I don't, I don't. But just that quick level, even, which is it was fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, worst case scenario, you know, you just have a whole bunch of level 70 characters for non-season if they ever give us a lengthy non-season. I know, there's not been any time to go back to your characters. Right. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, Marauder 6 is pretty amazing. Um, It's not quite the build that I was hoping to run. I was hoping to do the Unhallowed Essence set, 
and I have two pieces. <laughs> a whole two pieces out of probably 10,000 shards that I've spent so far. I have one piece of gnats, and I thought I had an amazing crash crashing rain, but I don't. It's only uh, 3,400. I thought it was 3,800, but it's only 3,400%. So it's not terrible, but not great. But eventually, if I ever get the gnats set, I can run that. But, um... Yeah, I've pretty much just been doing tons of greater riffs, and uh, because I've been doing lots of riffs, I decided I had one last Happy Meal from, I think, the four that I found early on in the season. And I had also gotten... For someone who cries about not finding Templar relics, you get plenty of those things, so... Yes, yeah, talk to me about the enchanting favor. Still has not dropped. <laughs> I've only gotten one on any of my characters ever. Yeah. I've gotten like five of those this season, but I can't get the other ones. But I that does remind me. I yeah. finally had a corrupted Ashbringer drop. And, uh, oh. dro a corrupted Ashbringer? Corrupted Ashbringer. <laughs> and, Something's corrupted. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course it dropped for my monk, so I'm not going to use it. <laughs> but I have the transmog now. And, uh, so I went over to my Crusader, and I was like, oh, yes, I finally have the corrupted Ashbringer. I can transmog to it. But my Crusader's using a, a furnace. Oh. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I can't transmog to the corrupted Ashbringer. I was going to do a whole transmog set around it, too. Mm -hmm. um, I do have a non-ancient, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the sword. It's the Falling Sword Sword. The uh, two-handed sword for that uh, allows you to do an extra falling sword within, I think, two a second or two before the cooldown initiates. And, yeah, so I transmogged that to a Corrupted Ashbringer, but that was about it. <laughs> Alright. But, um, yeah, I used my last Happy Meal, going back to what I was originally going to say. And uh, I used it on an ancient envious blade that i had gotten really really early on in the season i mean probably within the first week i had like the first no it wasn't the first but maybe the second envious blade that i got from running act three bounties ended up being ancient and it was pretty decently rolled i ran it through quinn's uh ancient weapon calculator to see if i should like what would be my best uh dps increase on reroll and uh it rolled with 8% uh, damage innately on the weapon, and then some dex, and a bunch of vitality. And then the uh, damage roll was pretty low. So that ended up being what I re-rolled. And now it's like almost 2800 DPS. And for the longest time I've been running with a Sunkeeper as my uh, other weapon to the Ingeom that I've been using. And all this time I should have been using the Envious Blade. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it, oh. Makes, <laughs> it makes such a difference. I have my my very first uh, sub two minute greater rift run and that was like at 28 or 29 and I was like wow the power of the monk it's it's crazy um, I had a that rift that I completed in less than two minutes was uh, it was pretty much the perfect situation well not the perfect situation but I got a channeling pylon and when I didn't have a channeling pylon, I was pretty much always able to keep the Ingeon buff going because the champions and elites were just perfectly spaced out. And yeah, that was a fun run. I was like, yes, my first sub two minute rift ever. 
and it's it was awesome. at, and it was at higher than greater or higher than torment six. So yay! But there you that's, go. <laughs> <sighs> I'm almost at four billion gold now, and I am wondering why we still cannot salvage vendor gear. We we need this. Hmm. We we need yeah. it, Blizzard. Wyatt, I know you're listening. We need this. Please. Yeah. We need to be able to buy crafting mats, blues and yellows with gold. Yes. Be- That's what we need. Because it, there is such an imbalance. And I know that this is part of, you know, the pains of crafting and mm-hmm. enchanting. But we, it doesn't even matter if it, it's... There's a huge like imbalance. The vendor stuff just literally make it able so you can just go to the jeweler and buy... Or whatever, and buy the mats. Be like, even a hundred blues is a million gold, or ten yeah. million gold. Who cares? You know, give it something. Yeah, because uh, I a couple weeks back, Jage tweeted that he has you know like over thirty thousand of each material, except for oh, maybe goodness. forgotten souls, and he yeah. has and he had sixteen arcane dust. Mm-hmm. Wow, so That's crazy. So the imbalance is huge. I mean, they could address this a little bit with uh, making Rift Guardians drop more Arcane Dust than... Um, they drop so many Veiled Crystals. It's ridiculous. It's Yeah, like, they do a lot of those. That's oh, yeah. It's like they I drop got well s- over 15,000 of those, and I try to sell at 5,000 every now and then just to get rid of them. Yeah. It's like, I don't even bother picking up Veiled Crystals because... Uh, or Yellows. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I'm not hurting for those, and if I ever need to, I can just pick up a pack of them from killing Rip Guardians. But the Arcane Dust, and even to a smaller extent, reusable parts, you know, it's like, come on, just let us, just let us salvage Fender Gear, please. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much all that I've been up to. Um, I haven't been pushing, I haven't even checked the leaderboards recently, to be honest, so I'm not even sure where I stack on that. And uh, I kind of don't care anymore, which is odd. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's get this. Let's keep this show rolling. Let's talk about Audible. You can go to bit.ly/sspbook to get a free audiobook. When you go to bit.ly/sspbook, you will be signing up for a 30-day free trial that will grant you access to the digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal, and it will allow you to take part in any other member specials. And if you continue your membership past that month, you'll get a credit that you can use on over 150,000 titles to choose from. And that happens every month that you carry your membership over. Um, oh, I don't always mention this, but they have a, they have, what is it? Uh, I always forget what exactly it's called, but it's a listener. Uh, oh my goodness. I guarantee that you'll like what you get. Otherwise you can, uh, no questions asked. You can exchange your audiobook for something else within one calendar year of the quote-unquote purchase of it. So go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get your free audiobook today. Oh my goodness, as I pull my earbud out of my ear. Not so good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Sean, our listeners have heard us mention your name multiple times, but they've never gotten to actually know who you are. So this is a great opportunity for us to put you under the microscope or the uh, heat lamp and interrogate you. Or, I mean, ask sure. you some questions. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so um, we'll start off with our 
fairly generic, straightforward um, Diablo-oriented questions. So, what is your history with the Diablo franchise, and what was it about Diablo that originally hooked you? Well, it's not uh, a very long story, really. I didn't play a Diablo title until the uh, Diablo 3 beta. That was really the first Diablo game that I had played. And really, this is a case of, you know, I, I kind of got wrangled into it because of Jen. I, I really don't know. <laughs> yep. You know, I, I don't know, you know, her, her her love of the game, you know, precedes our relationship by quite a bit. So, you know. um that a when, girl. There you are. It's totally true. I was playing D1 back yeah, in the day that's, for that's days true, on yeah. end. Yeah. And so when it. You know, Diablo 3 came closer and closer. She got into the beta, and I watched her play for a bit, and then I got into the beta, and obviously that then extended into the, you know, when the actual game was released. And it dawns on me now that I think this is the third time that I've appeared in one way or another on the show because we released that uh, launch night audio that Jen and I <laughs> oh, recorded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure Error that 37. got tacked on to the end of an episode where, you know, we were constantly battling Error 37 and finally so, after like... For some an, reason like, I thought we did that as a full episode even. Like an hour plus because, um, you know, the game went live at midnight and I think it was around like 1.15, 1.30-ish before we finally were able to actually log in. And then um, I was also on uh, that uh, massive, I don't know, would you call it a round table, uh, round uh, hotel room episode that we did at BlizzCon. So, uh, but, you know, and I'll admit that, as I said earlier, my interest in the game is very much on the casual side. I kind of, I kind of, you know, just play through all the content and then maybe I go back and play it some more, or maybe I roll another character just to see what it's like from that perspective. But a lot of the stuff you guys talk about on the show is kind of way over me. The thing, though, is that it's a it's a fun game to play, and as a lot of other people have said, the nice thing about it, especially in comparison to something, say, like Warcraft, the nice thing about Diablo is you really can just kind of come back to it it's just you don't need to have a lot of uh you know training or or anything or you have to to read a bunch of manuals or understand years of complex backstory and additions you can just roll a character and there's a monster and you click on it like it's not i mean that's not to say that it's not a complex game because it certainly can be but the nice thing about it is you can just Come back into it when you want to, and, and certainly I have. Oh, for you know, sure. One of the challenges, kind of that that I faced, is is kind of funny, is with a lot of my characters, I would play up to a certain level with Jen, but because you know we we would kind of roll characters at the same time, but because she plays so much more regular than me, eventually we'd hit a point where you know I would be of a much lower level than her. So, you know, we'd go to play again and, you know, we'll go, we'll go into something and she'll just be, 
annihilating everything in front of me. I'll get like one hit in and she'll just come in and kill everything. You know, so uh, it it makes it in in some in some ways it kind of makes it a little boring for me when that happens because I'm just kind of running yeah. behind her while she slays everything. But again, that's yeah, just that's... one of the you know that's one of the the things about the game and 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 I I think you know my quote unquote strategy with um, this demon part. hunter that I I, I rolled. <laughs> That, that is a strat. Well, well, it's yes. it's more of a. It's just more if, of a. If you have Creed's flame, it's a great game. strategy. Um, yeah. But uh, the the strategy, if you will, with this demon hunter that I've uh, created this week is it's just going to be because it's not it's not seasonal. So I'm just going to kind of go in and play for a while when I want to, and it'll just kind of be a solo character, and we'll see how far I get with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just just kind of leave it at that, and and. Um, you know that's uh, that's really about it for me as far as Diablo. That's a, that's a big reason why I play a lot of solo too, because you know you try to play with people like Nevik, and all they want to do is run ahead with their fancy schmancy monks <laughs> that can, you know, and, and then kill everything and run to town, and you don't even get a second to think, and then you, you know you're way behind, and then they're closing the rift, but Sanya. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Trying was, to kill you. What was it? Speedrunner <laughs> versus clear. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a runner. Yeah, I'm definitely, a uh, I'm definitely more of a clearer. I like to try to oh, go through. Same here. And I'm, I'm even, I'm even to the point in the game where, you know, I want to smash all the vases. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. go. I want to hit everything. Like if it's, like I'll even go through, and I'll target things that I can destroy that have no impact on loot or anything. Because you know, there's a lot of things like. Uh, tables and desks and various yep. oh, things that fun. you can go into and you can you right. can smash it, and they're they're not like you know they're not like the vases or the barrels where maybe you'll get some gold or loot or whatever I, I want to destroy everything that's kind of my approach so. heck yeah <laughs> at least you can get some achievements doing that yeah it is true well and then you hear those stories of you know somebody Somebody gets a legendary out of a barrel or something, so you, you know. Oh yeah, and that thoroughness, you can get a lot of. I've gotten a lot of like best legendaries come from random stuff like that in chess, and a lot of people put that off. You know, heck, for a little while, people that's all they did. You know, run. Uh, what was it? It was the most efficient way of getting loot in yeah. in chocolate back mm-hmm. back in the day. Yep. Before you they never fight a bunch of pots. Get, uh, and, yeah. Yep, uh-huh. all the stuff you could break in, and um, I forget what it was in Act Three. Act Four. Act Four was probably oh, the best. Act Four. Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember what's the place right before Asmodan called again? Um, oh, you're talking about you're not talking about the. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh my goodness! How am I blinking? I I'm gonna have to. I literally have to look at the map to remember what it was called. The area uh, crater. The, yeah, uh, the the core of area. Oh, there were all run. those demonic vessels in there. Yeah, demonic vessels mm-hmm. and uh, like bones and stuff. People would get legendaries in that with like a demon hunter. Even and in they hardcore, nerfed they the demonic that. vessels to the ground. They drop nothing. They drop nothing at all. Yeah, yeah I haven't one seen thing them do I, anything. I, okay, one thing that really obsessed me about that though is at least I wish they could just do it just for this area. Though having the clouds in Whimsyshire do nothing pretty oh, much my goodness. is yeah. really upsetting. And I finally did get a staff of hurting this season because I was just doing Yay. something for fun different. 
And like you go in there and it's just not as fun anymore because you don't ever find anything. Like honestly, as hard as it is to get that staff from that gibbering gemstone and everything else, there should be some kind of, you know, extra thing you can get there or maybe like the clouds should drop uh, crafting mats. You know, that oh, would be Oh, that's a good perfect. idea. That's a really like good idea. Like the clouds there could drop crafting mats. They could add an additional tier of legendary items, except it'll be a tier below and it could be rotten Herodric hamburgers that drop in Whimsy Shire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Or... It'd just be cool if once you put all that work in to get that place... Oh, wait, like I got it, I got it. Reward. I got it, Lantonio. They need to create a new goblin, and his moniker will be the Hamburglar. And when you kill him, he, uh, drops, yeah. he <laughs> drops the Herodric Hamburger. Yeah, the Hamburglar. Yeah. And then he says, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday. Well, now, now we're... <laughs> yeah, they, they, call, they could call him Wednesday the Hamburglar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. And it then could be black could be... and white stripes, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, and instead of cupcakes, maybe they could do spinach, and uh, then you'd have to go rescue olive oil. Oh and... wait, we're getting a little far from mm. where we started now. Uh, yeah. well, so we're, we're talking about Popeye, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I actually game tested that back at Namco. Sorry to tangent. Uh, that was fun. That was a fun two and a half months of my life playing that terrible shovelware game on what was it DS back in the day. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah, it's not all not all what it's cracked up to be when you're in QA. Sorry. Let's <laughs> let's continue the interview. <laughs> you've you've read the lore, uh, I think, right, John? You've read some of the books? Uh, no, I've not read. I've not. Oh, you read. haven't. Okay. No, I haven't. I was gonna say I if haven't you have really, any, uh, that would be your favorite. Yeah, I haven't really dived very deep into it. You know, I have. I have kind of an overall problem, I guess, with a lot of the stuff that Blizzard makes because they're so, from my perspective, kind of inconsistent in how they do everything. That I just feel like. If I try to get too deep into any of the lore or the backstory stuff, I'm just going to wind up either being really confused or really frustrated. So I try to not get into that too much. Unfortunately, uh, you know, Jen, Jen is really probably one of the better sources for Diablo lore and backstory that, you know... There is anywhere. She's read <laughs> most of the books. I've yeah. Well, that kind of so, makes me think of another question. I usually just ask way. her I if I have a question. Yeah. Right. Uh, with that being said, though, like, what in Diablo? Then we'll just say Diablo three is like your favorite aspect of Diablo, uh, you know, and then via your least favorite aspect. Well, as far as the, as far as the 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 storyline goes, I think it is. You know, interesting. I like how they've, you know, created the story so far in the game and that it does have, even though I'm not super familiar with it, it does have these kind of throwbacks to what had been established in in previous uh, games and books and whatnot because, you know, when a franchise is allowed to take, what was it, 10, 12 years to make a sequel, 
you never know yep. what their ideas are going to be like when they come out on the other side. I like it when franchises don't just go, well, we drew a line in the sand and now we've changed everything around and everything you knew before is wrong. So, You, you mean kind of like how Disney stepped in and said uh, all of the extended universe in Star Wars Star is Wars, not mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we could uh, we could have a whole other conversation about that. But as someone who uh, does have some emotional investment in, you know, some of the books and things that uh, have come out over the years, yeah, that's always a disappointment. But um, yeah, so you know, I I like uh, and I like a lot of the characters. I like uh, you know Tyrael and um, you know uh, I I guess I guess I was as uh, sad as anybody that they had to kill off Deckard Kane, but I guess for moving the franchise forward that was something like that was necessary and of course who knows maybe maybe Kane will come back in a, another form in, later on in the uh, series yeah, of the franchise. If, I feel like he's going to end up being on the Angiris Council or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. It he's going to be the new wisdom. Yeah. yeah. It, seems wisdom. Like a, it seems like a logical way for them to kind of close that psycho-emotional loop that so many of us are probably experiencing. And then they decided, yeah, then let's just kill Leah while we're at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did. Leah actually kind of annoyed me, so I was not sad oh, about no. that. I, was not gonna, <laughs> I liked Leah. I wanna, I'll yeah. admit it. I, my, personally, I didn't care for her character that much, so... Honestly, the, as, as well as the story was conveyed, um... As you're playing through it, you did just there wasn't that sense of involvement, you know, that uh, right. attachment that you had to her. And I, I know that some some players out there are on the opposite side. They they loved Leah, like I think Cyberwolf in particular loved her. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's just... well, if you read some of the books, I think that helps you attach to that character because yeah, um, yeah well the order right. okay where uh, that goes into like how Deckard Cain ended up essentially adopting her, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you kind of get attached to the character as a kid, you know, through that, and then you see her and she's grown up. And it's like, can you imagine what her life was like, you know? Mm-hmm. Just to kind of have everything that happened to her, um, you know, happen and then be, you know, adopted by someone that you don't know. And, you know, it's the best choice for you because the rest of the adults in your world suck, you know? Um, I mean, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's interesting to, to kind of see her as an adult and kind of doing okay until you learn more about what's really going on with her. But, like, when you rescue Kane, you know, mm-hmm. and he asks if Leah is well, you know, it's like, oh, I'm glad that Leah's doing well, you know? He's not wondering if she's caught a cold. He's wondering if she's turned, <laughs> you know? And you don't catch that the first time through you know and um he's like worried about i don't know not exactly her mental state and not exactly her soul but kind of both you know and it's so subtle you know and just these kinds of things and so by the time you know she does turn um it's kind of like oh no you know i mean here's this poor kid whose mom kind of you know I mean, I'm going to assume everybody listening to this pretty much knows the lore of the game, so if not, spoiler alert, okay? Yeah. But, um, you know, you've got this kid that was bred to be the vessel of Diablo, doesn't know it, mom abandons her with uh, Jillian, who was uh, the barmaid, I think, uh, yeah. originally, who left with 
um, Adria when Adria is pregnant so she could go somewhere and give birth. Duffs, it drops the baby. Here you go, Jillian. Take care of her. I'm off. And uh, Jillian goes mad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tries to kill her a few times. This is when Deckard Kane finally steps in and you know, she's got Uncle Deckard the rest of her life. The kids in the town think she's weird. She doesn't have any friends growing up. Um, she's not too sure what's, you know, all these stories that Deckard tells, you know, oh, these are just stories and all this. And it turns out not only is it true, but it directly affects her, you know. Yeah. And by the time maybe you get to I that, read I mean, the order, you know, I'll feel more into her. Maybe, than, you know, yeah, but just... like when you get that scene where Adria is sort of like finally, you know, unleashing Diablo and Diablo takes over Leah's body and becomes like femme Diablo, but Diablo, you know, I, mm -hmm. I kind of like that Diablo's sort of gender fluid, you know, that's kind of cool. Um, and I mean, her mother that she finally got back to, like the whole game, she's going, oh, <laughs> that's why you, that's why you left me with Deckard. You were off yeah. to save the world. And Adria's like, right, you know. Didn't I mean, we all kind of you know, know right off the bat that Adria was going to be bad? Especially when you as a character all were mentioning to be weary of her all the time. I, I, I knew some way or another that Adria was going to be a traitor. I just didn't know exactly how they were going to do it. Right see, I wasn't bat. sure of that, though, because, like, all the way mm -hmm. through, you know, I mean, she's a witch, right? So she's not trusted because right. of what she does. But does that necessarily mean she's going to be completely evil? You know, yeah. mm -hmm. I mean, there is that sort of stigma. And if you go through uh, Act 5 in uh, the, I can't remember exactly what area it is. It's one of the boggets. You get a lot of story from Adria, mm -hmm. you know, talking about how yeah, the, the you know, yeah, well, I mean, that's it. Yeah, you know, and you get stories about how her father, like, apparently, I don't know where her mom was in her life, but she was raised by her dad and her dad took her to watch a witch being burned, you know. And she figured out that, wait, she herself was a witch? I mean, there's a whole stigma in Sanctuary of don't trust the witches, you know? Right. So coming from that, I figured, well, you know, they think she's going to be evil, but is she? And it turned out she was. But, um, right. you know, you go through all that and you see, you know, Leah turned by her mother, who she so desperately wanted to have a good relationship with. And it's just, mm -hmm. you know, it's just heartbreaking, you know? I mean, how do you not attach to this character knowing all of that? But if you don't know it, you don't have yeah, the context. Right. Yeah. See, this is what I'm saying. If, if <laughs> sorry. I, if I have a I'm question, <laughs> if I have a question, I kind of have the Diablo Oracle usually in the room with me. So yeah, I just I, I guess. I mean, I'm sure there's things I get wrong sometimes. I'm sure there's things I don't know everything about. But um, I don't know. It just. I actually missed out on a lot of the loot that I missed out on while playing the game. The, like the first couple times when it originally came out was the fact that I, I was playing so much with uh, other, you know, community members and stuff, and everybody seemed to just want to get through the game and get through mm -hmm. the game. And then, you know, I kind of just, you know, followed suit and ran with them to keep up, you know, and then you don't have time to sit and listen to every single person's, you know, via story, because even if you want to and you're playing with groups, everybody was space barring through it you know so it was kind of to a point where i was like eh, i'm just gonna keep going and eventually i'll do the story on my own mm -hmm. but i never yeah. did that's why i was earlier talking about wanting to actually go through and hear the entire campaign especially the followers i know there's a lot of stuff with the followers i thought mm -hmm. was interesting and i didn't i've barely really explored act five i just kind of beat it and it was done you know, so oh, you should totally yeah. do the quest with the followers. Right. Totally yeah, do those. It gives good. you so much more story. I did, I did and... the scoundrel, but like I still didn't uh -huh. even get a chance to really hear him out. Yeah, that um, that one is 
the event ends, but there's links to possibly more story coming in the future with that mm-hmm. one. And there's also one with um, the jeweler. There's a quest thing you should do there too. Mm-hmm. That tells yeah. you more. So yeah, yeah. like I said, I, I kind of want to just do the, all of it. Like listen to every, go mm-hmm. find all Leah's diaries, all that stuff. You know, so all you and need you is an appear offline. That way you can uh, mm-hmm. do it. Well, no, I mean, I could do it if I want to start doing. I'm gonna do it. I'm just saying like. That's why I want to go back and do it because I never did it in the originally like I wanted to. Yeah. Well, that that's something that I was kind of trying with my Crusader because, you know, my uh, the the way that I played the game with my first Diablo three character, which was my barbarian, you know, smash the stands and fire, mm-hmm. uh, was very was very haphazard. Like I had some really long breaks. Between when I I got him through, you know, all the way up to uh, to max level, so I felt very disjointed in the way that I kind of related to the story, and and my hope was to kind of play the Crusader, you know, sort of from the very beginning all the way through, hopefully in kind of a shorter period of time, so that I could really, you know, as Lantonio is saying, like you know, mm-hmm. check all the dialogue go through all the different things with the followers, all the different characters that you get to talk to in town and stuff like that. And and I made a certain amount of progress in that, and then I just kind of fell off. So uh, I still haven't entirely achieved that. But I've gone through the game enough times that I've managed to, uh, you know, absorb a decent amount of it. And, and thinking of, you know, Leah and kind of things that I, uh, I like about the game, you know, I think it's funny that... In the uh, beginning of the, or in Act One, you know, you you do a couple of quests, and then you have a quest where you know, essentially Leah becomes your follower. And uh, if you before you go to the waypoint to go do the quest, if you go into the, uh, you know, if you go into the inn and you go into a room, she says things. She goes, "Why are we going into my room?" She says something uh, like, "You're not going to read, read my, my diary, diary, are you?" Yeah. And she gets like and, mad. <laughs> it's, so, yeah. you know, it's those uh-huh. kind. Of, it's those kind of touches that they don't have to put in the game, but it's kind of funny to me that they they chose to do that. And I think one of my favorite things overall from the game is the scene where after you you rescue Kane. And, you know, uh, you come out of the thing and, and he walks up to the waypoint and he says, follow me to Tristram. You know, it's just something I just that that that, that to me is kind of like the, the the punch out line in, in the game. I just I kind of like that every time. So, um, you yeah. know, I, I it was I just funny how you kind of rescued him in this one, too, like you did in Diablo 2. No, wait, Sean, mm-hmm. you said you, you still haven't played through Diablo 1 or 2? No, I really have yeah. no experience with those. I, I watched Jen uh, for a little while. We had a computer here that we were able to run Diablo 1 on, believe it or not. And I, I kind of watched oh, yeah. her play through some of that. But I don't have any real hands-on experience. And uh, Diablo you ever had 2 the time is, uh, to go through Diablo 1 especially? That mm-hmm. has probably the most incredible lore in my opinion like actually listening to all the npcs mm-hmm. in town and stuff yeah that is great i went through one time and i made sure that i got every single lore possible in that and it honestly doesn't take that long but 
man, like the story of Lazarus and all that other good stuff, mm-hmm. it, it's got some really, really good lore. So if you ever want to go back to that, but I mean D two as well is fantastic. So yeah. I would definitely so need, check it out. So we need we need a computer that will run those, you know, right now because we're, we're yeah. using Macs, you know. Yeah, and the the challenge kind of a problem. on the Mac right. side is the old. Well, first of all, there probably never was a Diablo one port for Mac, and if there was, there wouldn't really be any way to yeah, play it. Yeah, I don't it think now. there ever was. I was wasn't well, using a Mac. Run Windows on a well, Mac though. Like, that's run yeah. Windows that's yeah. That's the thing, you know. I do have a, uh, I do have a Windows Seven uh, installer disk, and and I could try running that under a virtual machine and and possibly uh, run the old Diablo games. It's it just depends on. Or like well, a I game guess, emulator. Uh, yeah, like I mean, Game Ranger. Well, I think you can use Game Ranger on a Mac because I have a friend that uses Game Ranger on a Mac, and it'll help you be able to play those old games like that, and, and it okay. runs it through their system. And it's a free, it's a free thing too. And I know you can play Diablo two through it for sure. Oh, oh cool! Um, so you could, you could try that out. You just go to Game Ranger yeah. and check that out. So oh. that's you a know, possibility then. We'll look into it. With all of this talk, I am envisioning a segment for our show, where maybe necessarily, um, if anybody has the Diablo one manual, maybe you can go through, read a, you know, short little bit of it. And we could include it in every show, especially since we're now weekly format. <laughs> you know? I have it, so I just have to go pull it out. I have that and the Diablo 2 original one. So now all we need is somebody It was online a... at one point. It was online, yeah. so I'll see if I can find that link so <laughs> to where it is if it's still there. <laughs> is somebody with a better voice than Lintonio to read this. Oh, I'm sorry. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rick, there's a reason you're covering that face with that alcohol <laughs> jar. <right? laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so let's let's keep moving on with this uh, interview. So, Sean, um, what character classes are you currently playing, and what is your favorite and least favorite? Well, I have not tried all of them, so. You know, really the ones I probably have the most experience with are Barbarian, Crusader, and now a little bit with the Demon Hunter. So I guess of those, um, you know, if I had to pick one to be my favorite, I might honestly say Crusader, even though I do Crusader really like the, build. the Barbarian. Oh, wait, no, I, I'm... I'm uh, I'm not being entirely uh, truthful here. I, I do also have a monk, which um, I, I spent some time leveling, and the monk is a lot of fun, but I think if I had to pick one out of all of them, I would say Crusader. I, I like the uh, just the, the way that class can just kind of go in and own everything. And, you know, there are some... There is a little bit of a mixture. You know, you can use some... Some things that are kind of ranged in class, so you have that ability if you want to, mm-hmm. you know, shoot things from the other side. I think once they fix the hammers, the it's going to be even better. I can't wait for the hammer yeah. build to come out. So that's gonna um, be awesome. You know, if so, if I had to go with with a, a favorite out of everything, I guess it would be those. And and um, I don't know, considering considering that I haven't tried all of the classes yet, I guess if I had to pick one I like the least. I would probably say the Demon Hunter only because I have lesser experience there than than the rest. But 
it's not because I actively dislike it. I, I just have had less experience there, so I haven't really formulated a strong opinion yet. It's okay if if you can say that you hate the witch doctor. It's it's perfectly okay. <laughs> I don't think he's ever played one. Well, I, I can't. I mean, I can't say that from. I can't say that from. You know, uh, an actual practical standpoint. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I. I, I'm not a big fan of the puking, I'll admit, but, you know, it, it might might have its place. So. Yeah, there's no Brazier here. You, you can say that you hate Twitch <laughs> and that's why you've never played no. it. No, no, I don't, I, I don't hate it. I just haven't tried it yet. So. Oh. And um, I guess we'll wrap up our generic questions with, uh, if you could add one feature or item to Diablo 3, what would it be? Wow. One feature or one item. Okay, well, <laughs> here's a feature I'd like. I'd like to just be able to save wherever I am. Uh, because for somebody like me, mm-hmm. who really is very casual about the gameplay, um, if I could just save the game anywhere, or I could just really log in and go, okay, I've got 15 minutes to play, and that's all the progress I can make, then I don't have to worry about, well, did I reach a checkpoint or not? Uh, that would be really good. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that because if you're going through mm-hmm. campaign, you do have to reach those certain little checkpoints where you complete a quest in order to yeah. have it save that state, so to speak. Right. Yeah. But we did bring you on for more than just finding out your history with the Diablo franchise. Um, we are launching a new campaign for the show, and this uh, directly ties into your involvement with the show. Um, we are starting up a Patreon, and the URL is patreon.com slash soulstone. And uh, the, the whole reason why we brought you on was just so that you could help under, help our listeners understand just how involved you you are with the editing, like how much time it involves, and just so that listeners would get an idea if they did want to support the show what they are they are expressly supporting so for example we we used to do you know a two-hour show well maybe a two-hour show every two weeks and now we're doing (laughs) almost a two-hour show every week um sometimes longer yeah so yeah how long does it necessarily take you to edit one hour of audio well, you know, it, it can vary, but generally speaking, especially with a show like Soulstone, and, and this is where I think we need to get a little bit more into kind of the behind-the-scenes stuff, because the way that we produce this show is every one of the hosts records their own side, you know, in their location. So, you know, sometimes... For technical reasons that no one can predict, we have had to go to the backup recording, which is just a group recording of everyone. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we've only had to do that a few times. But I'm sure you know anybody with a, a decent set of ears can tell when we have to go to those those backup recordings, which, admittedly, from my perspective as an editor, are a lot easier to deal with. But you know what happens is for every person who's on the show, in this case today we've got four people Um, so that means that once we're done recording you know I'll get a a recording from you Nevik and I'll get one from Lantonio Jen and I are recording ours you know locally where we are so 
that doesn't actually need to go anywhere because it's already here. But if Razor were here, you know, I'd get a track from him. And then I use software to combine all those tracks and, and try to, you know, get the sound levels equal. And then, you know, I add in the background music, any other sound effects that need to go in. The stuff that goes in after the end of the show, if we have that song of the show or uh, for a masterpiece red, theater red or any wine. other, <laughs> that sometimes. So... <laughs> So, uh, you know, it's not just a matter of, oh, uh, we take all the tracks, drop them in, kind of line them up, and send it on its way. Unfortunately, just due to the nature of digital audio, there's this kind of condition that happens uh, that we, we sometimes call digital drift, where, you know, you might have, you could have two computers sitting side by side that could be exactly same. Uh, spec running the same software and you could take the same sound source a microphone or whatever plug it into both machines press record at the exact same time the likelihood is over time the files are going to kind of lose their sync a little bit so Mm -hmm. in this case it's even more so because we're all recording on separate machines you know different everything's different so it still requires me as an editor to go through the entire episode from start to finish and kind of keep things lined up, edit things out where necessary, you know, because sometimes when someone's not talking, you know, they'll cough or they'll just make a sound or something like that. So all that gets edited out. And because of that and, and the fact that, you know, the shows are, are kind of longer and we have as many tracks as we do, typically... You know, an hour of raw audio comes out to about two hours worth of editing work. So if an episode is, you know, two hours long roughly, then I'm putting about four hours into work on that on the other side. Yeah, if not more. uh, Yeah, and so, you know, um, and when, you know, the shows were coming out every two weeks or... You know, sometimes it was a little less frequent than that. That was that was kind of fine. But now that, you know, we're, we're really staying strong with the weekly format, which everyone seems to be loving. You know, the the way that the way that I, I think, you know, you expressed it, Nevik, was once once the show got on track, you know, and you kind of got through your backlog of things. We would be down you know, to the sh- about an hour. <laughs> the shows, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And and if if anything, that's you know the exact opposite has has become true. So and and it's it's like there's things we could do to try to cut corners, make it faster. But in all of my years of doing this, what I found is none of that stuff really really works or really does anything to you know to improve it and. In my case, I am ostensibly a professional audio producer. I like to call myself a technician, whatever the word is you want to use. And I've done this on kind of a a two-sided level for as long as the show's been going on. And, And what I mean by that is, you know, I consider all you guys my friends and I'm happy to to do the work. But on the other hand, we're kind of faced with the reality of as myself as as a self-employed person you know you kind of fall into this zone where 
you're either working for money or you're not working for money in, in all the time you have throughout the course of the day. And, you know, my my reality is the same as everyone else's. Unfortunately, I still need to, you know, pay bills and, and buy food and stuff like that. And the more time that I devote to, you know, the, the, the more time that I devote to Soulstone at kind of the current compensation level I'm working at, it makes it harder to make it a priority. Right. And that, that isn't because I don't love the show or, 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 or the listeners or you guys. It's just the, the, the hard nature of reality and and i want to and you guys want to you know keep it keep it so it can stay a, a priority as far as the editing goes and you know this and is the where joker said if you're good at something never do it for free <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right well there, there's so, also there's there's another element to this um i mean I, if nobody's ever listened to your show your and jen's show they may not know that you have a legal disability. You are legally classified as being blind. And yeah. audio editing you know, requires you to look at a computer screen, which causes a ton of eye strain. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it is true. I, I, am, I am legally blind. And uh, because of that, there is a limit on how many hours you know, consecutively I can really look at a computer screen mm-hmm. or really do anything that's kind of eye intensive but you know generally it's incredible maxes, by the way how good you are with that well, <laughs> thank you I, I appreciate that yeah. it's it generally maxes out at about four hours where you know after about four to five hours i have to get away from the computer for a while and kind of let my eyes you know reset and readjust mm-hmm. whereas you know if i were if i were a, a normally sighted person for lack of a better term you know that wouldn't really be a consideration. So again, you know, if if I'm if I'm if I'm putting Soulstone up in the priority of, of things I have, and I'm I'm not really making a lot of money off of that, then it pushes the the work I can do for pay back, and that kind of causes other problems. And we should say because I know people are probably thinking this right now that well, wait a minute, you know, you guys have the audible ads on your show isn't that how you're making money and you know this is again where we're giving you a little more of the behind the scenes thing and that is that full disclosure we're not (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean the 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 audible quote-unquote ads you know the quote-unquote sponsorship that's always been tied to soulstone the reality on those things is dawn forge only makes money when somebody uses the Soulstone link and signs up with Audible. So even if you if you heard the show and went, oh, that's really cool. I love Audible, and you just go to the Audible website and sign up without using our you know without using the show's link, then Dawnforge doesn't get any credit for that, and in turn doesn't get any money. It's all based on commission. We wish that it were more of a traditional you know, radio style thing where they were paying us for, you know, the airtime for lack of a better term, but that's not how it works. And the the truth is, you know, these things typically what we've seen over the years and Don Forge has been doing these types of ads on different shows in different capacities for a long time and kind of what we've seen is they tend to go in bursts, in cycles, 
And a lot of times those bursts come when whatever the particular show topic is, you know, something new comes out on Audible. And, you know, fortunately for all of us, there are, I think, one, I know there's at least one, if not two Diablo books on Audible. Yeah. Just one. Just 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 one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, and there doesn't seem to be, you know, Blizzard doesn't seem to be in any hurry to give us any more. So, you know, rightfully so. There just hasn't been a lot to promote as far as Audible is concerned with the Diablo tie-in. So, naturally, we're not sending that many referrals over there. And this isn't a, a way to kind of create a secondary pitch for Audible. I mean, if you want to use it, please use the link. But um, the reality is that we kind of need to come up with something that's a little more sustaining over time as opposed to, oh, hey, you know, we just got a few subscriptions, uh, a new Audible signups here and there. So that was what kind of brought us back around to this idea of going to the audience. I mean, we know from the interaction that this show gets that a lot of people love the show. And, you know, this is a a great way for everybody who wants to kind of, you know, keep it going at its current pace to, Mm -hmm. to kick in a little bit and, and, you know, really, you know, keep it going, bring it to the, to the next level, if you will, and, and keep the weekly shows coming. You know, I've been, I've been in podcasting almost since the beginning of the medium. I've been doing it for over 10 years on a lot of different levels um, as far as creating my own shows, uh, doing this more behind-the-scenes stuff with other shows, and just being around the medium and and, and the quote-unquote industry, if you will. And I know that you know this show has a stronger community than probably any other show I've been involved in you know, directly or otherwise, and that's a fantastic thing. And this will allow us to 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 keep that going. And that's really the message that you know we want to convey here. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, um, I mean, I start when I originally made the decision. Let's go weekly because it'll keep us a little more honest in our recording schedule. Because I know that we've had, you know, it's like, oh, I can't. You know, one of us can't make it. Let's push back the show. And it's like, and when... And then somebody gets sick. And then we push back the show. You know? And and we we were getting to the point where we were almost pod fading. And I was like, I was like, you know what? Let's go to a weekly format because one, our community interaction has just, (laughs) at that point was just, we could do almost a two hour show just based off the tweeters. Yeah. And... Mm -hmm. It was like we we need to get this down to a manageable level, and at that time I thought plus requested by you guys listening yes. to have heard of and under people did yeah people asked for that a lot yeah and yeah and then a lot of people wanted to hear us weekly, and it was like okay let's let's just do it we'll bite the bullet you know well not bite the bullet but you, you know what I mean um, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll commit to you know taking some time out of our lives and even if not all of us could make it we will still do a show on a weekly basis and I thought okay we'll, we'll get through the backlog of all the community interaction and then we'll get the show down to about an hour hour and a half and it'll be roughly even to the commitment level that Sean had it would just be you know about half per week 
as pre as previous but that didn't happen and sean does an amazing job because he has an amazing set of ears and if you have never done if you have never done audio editing like just uh hop on our mumble and uh you can download audacity because it's free record multi-track and then take those files pop them into audacity and see if you can line them up because i guarantee you that within a half an hour they are going to be out of sync and it's going to be pain in the ass to edit Uh, (laughs) it is very hard i tried it once with my brief uh lessons from the man himself and it helped me extremely and i was very much appreciative so thank you again for that but my first editing if you guys remember a long show ago and when i first did dead and waiting I don't think there was a breath between anybody's talk. Was uh-huh. like, <laughs> yeah, you, you cut out all the silence. <laughs> I cut out. That's everything. a that's a common mistake when you start. It's a yeah, common mistake. Is, yeah. yeah, I um, I've done a little bit of like I could do a two person show, you know, or I could in the past. I'm not great at it, but it'll work. I can't imagine trying to line up more than two tracks. Yeah, two tracks you know? is okay. Mm-hmm. When you get above three, that's when things start really getting hairy. Mm-hmm. I think I did like five or six tracks, tried to do it all like that, and then eventually oh, I just yeah. went to, I'm going to do it all together and take the full Yeah, record the one. Uh-huh. But see, yeah. when you do that, though, you know, that's the other thing. Like, okay, technically, yeah, we probably could go the route of just having somebody record it through Skype and be done. But then you're getting like all the little coughs, you know, in yep. there, yeah. and you're getting uh, parts where maybe somebody talks over someone, but both people's comments are, you know, part of the show. Um, and just so the fidelity you, you can't of the change audio. the volume. The fidelity is bad. Yeah. Um, if the Skype call drops, then you've got a gap you can't explain. You know? Yeah. Um, whereas if the, you know, it's just all this stuff. Um, so that's not really an option for, like, Soulstone either. You know, it's going to sound terrible yeah. if you just do the Skype call all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So w- essentially what we're doing is we're rolling out this Patreon just as a way to hopefully get the show self-sustained. <laughs> and uh, so, so that we can keep the weekly format and have it at the quality level that we currently have and slowly improve it over time i I don't know if i'm going to go into the exact details of the patreon just yet but uh sean is an amazing editor i mean seriously i i i have i've you know i've always teased that he makes us sound great and he really does because he takes the time and i know he does because there are many flubs that don't make it to the full show (laughs) And rightfully so, <laughs> some of them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. There, there, there are things. Uh, there are things that uh, wind up on the the cutting room floor that uh, are are probably just best to have been lost. Yeah, <laughs> for us all. So, but you know what I what I want to what I want to really stress here is it's not, you know, it. I mean, some of it is certainly about me, but it's not all just about me. It, it's no. about really. It's about keeping this thing going at the level it's at now because we've reached this really fantastic momentum of getting the shows out weekly we're still getting so much feedback so clearly people really love it and we know from his you know historically as nevik said we went through some periods where it was a little you know tricky as far as getting everyone together but i mean just think about this like the previous episode was just nevik and it was funny when he contacted me and said, oh, it'll just be, you know, it's it's just me, so it should be a pretty easy edit. And mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is probably going to be an hour, and it still turned out to be, after everything was said and done, a 90-minute show. And that's not a bad thing at all. It just shows you that, you know, there's something really special going on here that the people who are involved really love this topic. And there's, there, despite the fact that, you know, seemingly there isn't a, a lot of, you know constant there's, there's not a constant stream let's say of of uh, big diablo news but yet there's still a, a group of people that are so passionate about this game and 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 just have so much to say regardless of that and, and that's what we want to preserve and and that's you know on our end for sure but but a lot of it is uh, credit to the listeners yeah so um i don't really have any other questions jen can you think of anything so, Sean, before we end this interview, why don't you go into, you've talked about, like, um, you know, what you've done in D3 and a little bit about, you know, that I think some people know that you edit for us. Why don't you go into your background about what you've done with editing and, and uh, audio? Sure. So, really, it's been, in a lot of ways, uh, audio, media production, whatever you want to call it, has kind of been a lifelong obsession of mine. This is where I think, you know, the guests who come on the show tell you tell you about, you know, the story of playing, you know, Diablo 1 uh, 20 years ago. But no, this is this is kind of how it starts for me. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, I I uh, really started um, even when I was a kid, you know, th- this is this is going to date me in terms of my age, I guess. But I was one of those kids that had a, you know, boom box with a recorder built into it, a microphone built into it. You pop a cassette tape in there and press play and record, and it would record your voice and the sounds around you. And uh, I remember, you know, me and my dumb friend Ronnie we would make up these, you know, really stupid skits and we'd record them. Yeah, and, I know, used to do the same would, thing. <laughs> yeah, and and some sometimes if we were lucky enough to get hold of some blank tapes, we'd 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 make we take a, you know, we take a, a ninety minute cassette and fill it up on both sides of us just doing these, you know things that we made up off the top of our heads and trying to, you know, pretend like we were a radio show or something. And then if we managed to get enough, you know, some spare blank tapes, we'd, we'd duplicate them and give them to our friends. So, you know, I don't want to say I invented podcasting, but just saying. (laughs) So, uh, so, um, and that's really where it started. And then, you know, as I got older, I went to, uh, I, I managed to take a, a media production class sort of through my high school and that was like the first time I saw anything digital. We had a, we were really lucky actually. We had the uh, video toaster on a Commodore Amiga. We also had another program that was just pure digital audio. It had a uh, uh, this card that plugged into the back of the computer, and you could like patch RCA cords into it. And I remember like taking a cassette player and plugging it into that, and then getting the sounds into the computer. And it would only record for like 30 seconds before it would would max out. But you could do these things, like you could put reverb on it or reverse it. And I was like, oh my god, this is the most amazing thing ever. I, I, I must have this in my life. Um, <laughs> and uh, which took a lot longer than, than uh, uh, I, I would have liked at the time. But uh, I went to, after out of high school, I went to a kind of a small uh, broadcasting school where I didn't really learn anything that was too critical to what I do now because they were in that transitionary period where we learned on a lot of equipment that you would never see in a radio station now. They were just just barely getting into the digital stuff. Um, but at the time, I also bought a uh, uh, 
a Tascam multi-track recorder, uh, which, um, you know, worked off cassette tapes also. Um, but it was the first time that I was really able to kind of sit in my room and, you know, put a sound on one track and put another sound on another track. And, and you know, then a few years later, uh, I got my first Mac and I, I got a, a, a Pro Tools uh, setup, which was really the first time that, that, you know, digital audio technology was kind of accessible to, uh, uh, you know, uh, somebody without having to, to lay out, you know, $10,000 worth of equipment. And it's just kind of gone on from there. Uh, you know, um, I, I got into podcasting in early 2005 and uh, started kind of on a whim uh, editing for Medros in 2009. And it's just kind of been this thing ever since. And, you know, I do... Uh, like I said, I, I'm self-employed, and I do this along with other things. And you know, I, I do have some clients where I edit their shows. Dawn Forge is one of them. There's a few others, and you know, occasionally I do other bits of audio production for for other people. And uh, that that's really it. You know, it's been uh, it's it's just what I it's something that I love to do. I've always been fascinated with it, and and uh, it's a passion. It just, it's it, a lifelong it, passion. It, right. I mean, believe me, I I don't think. You know, if if um, if I didn't enjoy the process, then uh, I I probably would have uh, I probably would have discovered that by now because I've edited, you know, hundreds of shows for other people, thousands, thousands, if not tens of thousands of hours worth of audio that I've produced at this point, and uh, you know I I, 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 I do it. I, I do it first. I, I do it first out of the love, and um, it's just something that I, I love to do. So. Yeah, that's pretty much the full. That's pretty much the full story. Awesome. Yeah, that's what makes a, a job a career, and what makes it, you know, everything goes fast. It's, be, excuse me, really awesome to do something like that. Like when I first got my degree in cars, man, going to work 16-hour days was like five minutes, you know. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Why Why don't you go ahead and plug the podcast that you do with your wife Jen? Because uh, if Honestly, I, Sean has a very, I wouldn't say dry humor, dry humor. Wow. I, <laughs> I've had too many beers. I can't say yeah, humor. You yeah, can't no. say it at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nevix. I, I might, I might have a dry, I might have a dry humor, but Nevix has a very wet speech right now. Let's just say that. But, uh, but yeah, I do, uh, Jen and I, Jen and I, um, have been podcasting together in one form or another since 2005. And uh, we do a show called Hyper Nonsense at uh, hypernonsense.com. And it is very much a slice of life slash just weird, you know, whatever's kind of going on in our lives. And, and uh, uh, I do have a very, it really, you know, really kind of the, the mission of the show is I, I want to sit down and be able to kind of make Jen laugh for <laughs> as much as I can over an hour and a half and because you know we're married and we live together for a while it sometimes it just turns out to be kind of inside jokes between us or I try to throw her things that she wouldn't expect and 
that's that's all I ever hope to get out of it, and sometimes we achieve it. So it's not it's, it's not it's not for everybody, but it, 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 you know some people might might like it. And, and we have a handful of listeners, most of which we can identify by name. Yeah, it's true. That have it's been true. with us for it's, years, it's and I don't know that there's any new people coming in. Maybe you know, probably. But, um, but uh, it it's is, just fun, and yeah. it's if you really want to know what's going on in our lives, we kind of cover it in that show too. Yeah. And. Um, we're pretty open. I guess it would be classified as like a personal journal show, but it's right. not like, you know, generally not usually that emo, <laughs> depending on what's going on. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of, it's just very real, you know? And the other thing about the show is what you hear on the show of us like talking about whatever topic or whatever, this is how we are all the time. We just record it, it sometimes, true, yeah. you know? It is true. So it's, you know, we, that's we had it We had this funny uh, experience a few years ago where we were waiting for a bus and we were we were sit Jen and I were sitting in a bus shelter and there was a woman you know sitting there as well and we had never seen her before she wouldn't know who we were and Jen and I were just having a conversation about the things we were sort of witnessing around us and this the woman said something to the effect of you know I'm really enjoying just listening to the two of you talk <laughs> well you and do a Jen, podcast. I think Jen had Jen had a business card for our podcast. At I the did. Time. And she said, "Well, if you're into podcasts, you can listen to this anytime you want." She probably so. had no idea what a podcast was. <laughs> and I'm sure that because this was like in the early days weird. of hyper nonsense. Yeah, it was. So we're talking like 2007 or something. Yeah, and it was, um, it was pretty early. Yeah, yeah I didn't so. teach her what a podcast was, but I, I don't know if she ever, you know. <laughs> Maybe she thought we were famous people and like went, look, I met these people. I don't know. I, I, I doubt it. It was just a, it was just a random moment. But it was an, yeah. it was, it was an example of, of kind of the, that whole thing. Like, this is just kind of how we always are. It's just once a week we sit down and and commit it to disc for for about ninety minutes. So, yeah, uh, it's there if anybody wants to find it. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. I listen. So, <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, I. I always want to contribute more, but I never get around to it because life, because I have two young ones and just mm-hmm. everything gets in the way. I normally right. don't listen in a timely fashion. That's probably the That's biggest. That's okay. That you listen at all is pretty good, yeah, honestly. And we, we should we should state that the show does carry an explicit tag because while yeah, you, uh, you may not like realize I, it on here, Jen, Jen does. I swear like a sailor, I Jen guess is the phrase, Jen can get right? a bit salty. <laughs> So that, you know, that can present a challenge for people with kids because you don't want to just, you know, put that on the uh, stereo in the living room. And have me teach them new words, you know. Yeah, exactly. um, Yeah, I I can turn it off because, I mean, I used to teach, so you have to be able to turn that off. But I just feel like, you know, if if Sean and I are doing a show and it's just us or us and a guest that we know really well, you know, that kind of thing, and it's in our own home. I'm going to talk like I normally talk, and that's how it comes across. Yeah. So, so there we are. you guys would probably love to interview Mandy. She's just like you, Jen. Just <laughs> like you. She, awesome. she works with kids and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, she's crazy, wild, freak girl. <laughs> okay. yeah. it's hard when you work with kids like I used to teach and there was a time where you know I had a frustrating class I was teaching and I, instead of swearing I would go oh my goodness you know like that and like the, the third graders picked it up so they sounded like old people going oh my goodness you know? it's like thank you know I had to have something I could say that their parents wouldn't be concerned about when they went home and said it you know Yeah. so anyway yeah so the impetus of launching this Patreon is not only because we're going weekly and we want to keep the quality up, but also, I mean, we've had a lot of listeners in the past, you know, men- mentioned, you know, do you have some way that I can support you guys? And I don't know why we didn't create this way back when Patreon first, you know, was launched because it's a 
great, um, it's a great, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm a little too buzzed to think of it off the top of my head. Um, resource? But, yes, maybe? resource. I guess that's that's not exactly the word I was looking for, but that no. works. Um, uh-huh. hmm. Trying to figure out what you were looking for, but that's as close uh, in, as I can in, get. In innovative web 2.0 platform? Oh, yes, there you go. there we go. <laughs> Someone looked so, it up. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so what, what we're doing is we're just, we're looking for a way to help keep the show running as it is, maybe even improve it. And uh, how would we improve it? Well, let, let me tell you. First of all, if you want to get rid of me blubbering over the Audible ad, um, we, we have a milestone to get to make the show go ad-free. Then if you want a monthly dead and waiting, then uh, we, we have a milestone for that as well. And then we're also going to, if we reach a certain level, well, I, I guess I don't have to be so, um, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> My goodness, I'm so buzzed right now. <laughs> this is going to be a fun remainder of the show, folks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Way to, way to kick I off the Patreon. I, just, I, this is I saw that you finished your drink, and I just finished mine, and I'm sitting here kind of like, ugh. <laughs> 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 I, I don't have to be so cryptic. That's what I'm trying to say. There you what, go. Mm-hmm. What, what we're looking for um, to go to go ad free, meaning that we'll drop Audible because, well, we're honestly not getting anything out of him. But um, we're, we're looking for four hundred dollars per month. And then, if you want a monthly produced by Sean, dead and waiting, and this yeah. is possibly very likely to go. Um, live on Twitch at some point. I'm looking for $500 per month. And uh, monthly prizes, you know, because we we do have to cover the cost of, you know, the basics. We're, we would like to do monthly prizes because, you know, we've run a couple of contests in the past, but that's always been out of pocket usually. But we want to do it more frequently. So if you, if we are able to reach $600 per month, that would become a mainstay. And then there's a couple of other levels. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple of, you know, uh, pie in the sky, if, if we really do some impressive uh, numbers, you know, things we can try to. But, uh, you know, and, and one thing I, I want to uh, clarify is it isn't like if we don't reach the bottom uh, tier on that that everything ceases. There, there's no scenario in which the show ends it's just these these are kind of our our hopeful targets that we want to uh, to 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 reach mm-hmm. so i don't want people to feel like if they go over to the the patreon and we haven't reached you know milestone a that this means impending doom you know the no. show is is absolutely going to continue on just as it always has and and i'm on board for for the long term so it isn't like if we don't reach whatever you know i'm just going to up and quit um it's it's just uh you know these these are kind of incentives we want to bring to the audience to, you know, uh, kind of uh, just, 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 you know, build it up more and, and uh, make, make it, uh, you know, make the whole thing uh, better for everyone. So, yeah, because um, we we want to continue to grow the show even after. Well, we're going to be four years old in October, <laughs> and yeah. we're still wow. growing, which is impressive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it just still, seems yeah, like we just is. started, you know? I mean, like, nobody's tired of it. Nobody's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, four years. Yeah, so it we, we want to like continue it. to grow the show. And one way that we can do that is with your help and your support. Um, 
I don't want to sound too much like a PBS, you know, <laughs> because they're going through that right now. And yeah. um, almost, I almost, <laughs> my wife is a big Rick Steves, uh, Steves fan. Okay, Steves, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Tra- he, the Travels in Europe guy. Yep. Yeah, we almost uh, we almost pledged three hundred dollars so that we'd get. Wow, uh, he, he's going to be in uh, he's going to be in Sacramento in November, and oh. we get VIP tickets for that if we pledge three hundred dollars. We almost did it, but we didn't. <laughs> so yeah, but mm-hmm. um, we we did pledge a little bit less than that. But uh, you know, if, if you want to help support the show, and that, that's the main thing, you don't have to. It, whoa, as I hit my keyboard and make a lot of <laughs> microphone noise. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You you can donate as little or as much as you want. We we just decided, you know, it's we we have a donate button. I don't think we've gotten much traction on that and we're rolling out this Patreon with a little bit more visibility. And you're going to hear it in the show more frequently. You know, it's going to be uh when we do our pre-show roll, you know, that's going to be a part of it going forward. We we want our listeners to have the ability to support us which allows us to continue to grow the show further. So that that's that's it. It's you know, it's not a money grab. We're just we're looking to improve the show. That's essentially yeah. what it is. Hey, don't worry, if Antonio ain't gonna come find you, you know, you don't play him money, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, uh Yeah. Maybe you put a dollar in, I don't and we we don't have no problems, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I think with that message, uh Navic, let's give the Patreon URL out one more time and move yes. into those tweets. <laughs> yes, if you want to support the Shattered Soulstone, you can go to patreon.com slash soulstone. And if you don't know how to spell Patreon, it is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. I, I do have that right. Yes. Yes, I do. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. You got yeah. it. It's Slash a strange Soulstone. word. Yeah. 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 And you can become a patron of the show. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, that's pretty much all that we got. And I don't want this to stretch into a extremely long quote unquote commercial. So let's move into our tweeters, which fortunately, I guess fortunately we don't have too many of <laughs> since this interview went way longer than I thought it would. <laughs> so let's... Uh, Lantonio, why don't you go ahead and start off with the uh, first tweet? So the first one comes from CKR Tech, and he says, Oh, wow. Uh, Araya Gaha? <laughs> uh, translation, Unicorn Get. And he has a picture of his enchanting favor that he must have finally found. <laughs> awesome. So congrats on that. <laughs> Nevix probably jealous. <laughs> Scanline says, wow, you found the rarest item this season. Cyberwolf says, grats, man. Nevik James says, some kind of exclamation money, you? It's, it's the cartoon swears, <laughs> you know? It's a little cartoon uh, yeah, I know. Swears, huh? <laughs> uh, CKR Tech puts up a, uh, a picture of uh, <laughs> Captain America. This is language. <laughs> yeah, and, and he looks very disappointed, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, Moving on, I got a tweet from at Jeremy T. Stevens. He says, at Shattered Stone, at Nevik James, I need to concentrate on playing more D3, Season 3. But are people still playing D2? Works on Windows 7. And yes, I am, and I'm on Windows 7, so they must be. (laughs) Uh, Corova says, at Shattered Stone, at Nevik James, hey, next time you're solo, let me know. I'll join you. Are you sure about that, Corova? Because uh, that would be, let's see, I'm trying to think. 
Six. Oh, the time zones. Yeah. It'd be like 3 a.m. your time, maybe. <laughs> well, maybe if he's a night person. Well, no, he, <laughs> he has mentioned that he is a. He gets up really early in the morning before he has to leave for work. So, I don't know. So, maybe. Possible. It would be fun well, to have says, him on the show. He's got a couple of responses yeah. to it, so maybe one of these will say that. Um, Akarova says, again, Frankly, I skipped the last part of the show when you were talking about other games. Sorry. Yeah. Well, it's okay. That's okay. Yeah. okay. Not everybody plays Some other people, games. It's all right. Everybody <laughs> likes what they like. Uh, Krovis says, oh, and reach Paragon 300 this morning. Greater Roof 35 just completed. It wow. It's tough to get upgrades now. Good yeah, job, Krovis. always get to that point. That's good, yeah. Glad to hear you're playing your... Oh, he also says, glad to hear you're playing your DH now, your Demon Hunter. I'm sure just by listening what you do, I will learn to play mine better. Well, you'll have to wait until we'll at see. least next week. I, <laughs> maybe maybe once <laughs> I start playing mine, but... <laughs> oh. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> BreezyD3 says, So lucky I had a backup Demon Hunter UE set handy. Unluck- unlucky that leg killed it. Back oh. to grinding Marquise. Uh, hashtag super legalicious. Super legalicious. <laughs> super legalicious. Oh, super legalicious. Yeah. 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 Hat Josuki's hair says. So I started a hardcore crusader, and then black rush, black mushrooms on my first trip, and then Whimsy Dale at Shattered Stone. And he's oh, got cool. a picture for us uh, of his Whimsy Dale run. And that was it. And wow, that wow, that's that was hey, short compared there we to go. usual. Yeah, like, like I said, you know, fortunately it was a shorter tweeter section than usual, and that yeah, probably out has time. a little bit to do with us recording on a Sunday instead of a Monday, and the fact that uh, I recorded on it. Well, that that didn't really affect anything because the show still went out on Friday. The question of the show from last week was what character from the Diablo universe would you like to see added into Heroes of the Storm? And Jen, why don't you read the responses that we got? Okay, so Karova says Diablo character and heroes? Don't care. Have only time for one game at a time. Stick with Diablo. Tried heroes, didn't like it. He's not a fan of heroes. Well, we know why he doesn't care about the other part or the ending of the show with uh, extra games. He is definitely a Diablo lover. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like he's found his game, and that's fine, you know? I mean, I was the same way in Diablo 2 for a long time. (laughs) So, moving on, we have an answer from Kagurai LeBlue who says Magda because there aren't enough heroes suffering a butterfly death of butterflies with butterflies. <laughs> I think that would be kind of neat that butterfly thing going through the game. That would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd be neat. And I don't think anything has that yet, but I'm not sure. Maybe there's something similar I've missed, but I think that would be an interesting thing. It would annoy people, that's for sure, you know. So, anyway, uh Walkman 8 says D2 Druid could spec into either offensive werewolf or defensive werebear a warrior slash assassin and he's got hashtag oak sage op i don't know what that means but that's what he o- has. oak sage is a uh, a spell that the uh druid has in diablo 2 that um up gives you a ton more health yeah i can't remember if it does anything else but i know it's a ton of health okay so that makes sense then mm-hmm. and the next response is from skullbash one two four one who says, I would love to see the Skeleton King be added to the roster. 
Now that's well, got some possibilities yeah. too. Skullbash. Um, we we know that at one point there were some files data mined in the beta uh, for audio for the Skeleton King, and just recently when they announced the Heroes of the Storm Eternal Conflict, there was a piece of uh, official art that went out, and there's a couple things to that. And as I wonder who's at our door. Um, <laughs> There is uh, the Skeleton King in there. So that's very likely to be the very next hero that we see added to heroes in July. That would be fun. That would be really cool. You know, the giant axe that he uses and all that. Like, maybe you could spawn skeletons, you know, like he does. That would be fun. Yeah. Anyway, just a thought. Um, So moving on, I don't know how to pronounce this next one. It's It's just Cynic. Cynic. Okay, so Cynic says Deckard Kane exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. He'd be it like is. he'd be like trying to catch up, you know. <laughs> It'd just be interesting, you know. Come here, you little he kids. has been a very popular <laughs> request, so I imagine that mm-hmm. they've um been trying to toy around with the fantasy because that's the main thing. Uh whenever you hear a developer talk about uh them trying to create a new character, they wanna they want to uh, you know, boil down the fantasy of that character so that they can make it fit into heroes or, like, how best to make that character fit. So maybe, eventually... There's got to be something, yeah. There's got to be something in that. I can't think of exactly what right now, but I'm sure someone can come up with something. And then we have a response from Frederick Stahl, who says, Gom, Lord of Gluttony, you could be crawling around, spewing bile all over the place, smiley face, and other nastiness. And then yeah. he's got two responses to himself there. He said, but they already got stitches. Yeah. Which is true. They do. That's from WoW. But yeah, um, similar kind of character play, I would think. And then he follows that up with Zoltan cool, but only waist down. And I just don't know what to do with that response. You know? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I don't even know. I don't know where to go with that. I'm going on to the next one. Um, the next one's from uh, BF underscore Kid Vandal, who says Deckard Kane, obviously. So, yeah, Deckard's popular. And the last response is from at... Uh, Cypher, Cypher dies. Cypher dies. <laughs> Cypher dies, okay. <laughs> who says, gotta say squirt. She will hurt you after all. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been meaning to write something up about what her history might be, and I might have to do that, but that would be interesting to see this hey, is, little... Is Mel Thale in uh, team, or in Heroes yet? No. no. No, he is not. No, that'd be that'd be cool. There, There's... There is so much potential. I mean, this eternal conflict could go on for eternity, for all that mm-hmm. I care. Because yeah. there are so many characters that they need to add. Um, I mean, we need a monk. We need a wizard. Uh, mm-hmm. Need a witch doctor? No, we have a witch doctor. Yeah. We, we have a witch doctor. We have the barbarian. We have the demon hunter. Yep. Uh, we have the crusader. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we need Imperius because Imperius oh. is awesome. <laughs> I want to see what lines he uses, you know, as he goes, I want to just hear his dialogue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? there, there's so many characters, but if I had to boil down the one character that I would like to see added, it would be, uh, yeah, it'd be Imperius. So. Mephisto. Yep. Well, of That's course. your favorite guy anyway. Yeah. You, you, have, <laughs> yeah, you have Mephisto <laughs> tattooed on you, so that's an obvious yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, I gotta see him eventually somewhere. Yeah. So our question for the next show, and uh, this is this is a good one. 
Have your plans for Season 3 changed now that we are quote-unquote halfway through the season? Because, uh, you know, we have at least two months to go. <laughs> um, and there's still no sign of the PTR, though maybe soon? <laughs> Hopefully? Um, you never know. E3 is not this week, but next week, so by the time oh, you're listening wow, to this, E3 will mm-hmm. be right around the corner. Nice. Um, don't expect any Diablo news out of that. No, I wouldn't, yeah. 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 Um, if anything... There is a Blizzard, a big Blizzard, uh, thing, though, isn't there? Blizzard's gonna be there for the PC conference, um... Yeah, okay. They're likely to talk about Heroes and Overwatch, and that's about Mm -hmm. it. Maybe... Well, actually, you know what? I take that back. They will probably also talk about StarCraft to Legacy of the Void, the third expansion. Or second that expansion. Makes sense. Is it second? And then, yeah. and then all of a sudden we get a Diablo expansion and everyone's like, what? No way! No, no. I don't think we're going to see that at all. <laughs> I don't think and, so either. I'm and just the, saying The reason it would be I don't awesome. think we're going to see that um, is because if you've been... If you play several of Blizzard's games, you might have noticed recently that there are some little like rewards you can get. Like if you play... Uh, heroes, you can get something at Hearthstone. If you play Hearthstone, you can get something at Heroes. If you play mm-hmm. WoW, you can get something. You can get uh, you can get like a pet or something. If you do something at Heroes, and it's inter- it's interacting those three things, but not Diablo three. So what they're trying to do right. is you know get WoW players to try their two newest games, uh, Hearthstone and Heroes. But they're not really putting much emphasis on like they're not really there's none of these little rewards appear in Diablo three, and I don't think any appear in StarCraft either. Mm-hmm. So. Where's their focus right now? It's not with our game, guys, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I cannot imagine that they'd be... Now, when we start seeing rewards that appear, maybe, uh, you know, play this other game and get something in D3, then we'll know maybe they're tying in an expansion pretty soon because they'll be trying to hype people to get into the game mm-hmm. that haven't tried it before. This is a guess based on just what I'm seeing. But yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we, you, you've heard us mention many, many times that the... If we do have a four-month season that ties directly into August, which, you know, Gamescom and uh, oh, yeah. where was Reaper's Souls announced? Oh, is that Gamescom? It was at Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where was Diablo yeah. 3 announced? Worldwide Invitational back, you know, in mm-hmm. back in 08 in Europe. Wow, so can't believe right. how long ago that was. So yeah. They are starting like to do yesterday. more stuff. They're starting to do more stuff outside of the United States. They just did a thing in, I think it was London for Heroes of the Storm. And uh, yeah. they've done some things with World of Warcraft. I think there was one in Australia. Uh, there's, uh, yeah, there, there, there was a launch event in, in Australia, which right. actually had, yeah. of all of the quote-unquote launch, launch events, obviously the mm-hmm. one that just happened on Saturday here in the, in the States, the Mayhem event, that had right. the most amount of information because that's where they announced the Eternal Storm in Stitches. Mm-hmm. Not Stitches. I mean the Butcher. <laughs> He has right, stitches. Not the same. He yeah. does well. There's some similarities in shape, yeah. but you know, yeah. So, um, yeah, and we all imagine that he would, that the butcher would have his grappling hook that would pull you in, and he doesn't have that, but he does have his charge. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, he doesn't need the grappling hook because stitches has it. So they, if they don't want to overlap, yeah. well, you know, they, skills. They did include a way of you know that whole pull-in mechanic with one of his ultimates. Uh, it's called Lamb to the Slaughter. And and what you do okay. is you uh, target a player, and I think that the post that ties that person is your current location. So you drop that down, and then that person constantly gets pulled towards that location. So it keeps. Oh, okay. So it keeps, uh, you know, like from Illidan, you know, Illidan running away as as he sometimes needs to do. Um, he's 
Stitch er stitches. I keep calling him stitches. There why? you go. Yep. I don't know why. I'm so buzzed. But uh, the butcher. That's why. Yep. The butcher. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> the butcher. So basically, the butcher's a... got an effect that recreates that rubber banding effect you sometimes see in D3. Yes. Only it picks a selective character of who it wants to oh, inflict that upon. That's interesting. But the butcher does have a mechanic called fresh meat. So. That's, that's his trait. Awesome. Whenever he kills uh, minions or heroes, fresh meat will drop on the ground, and when he picks that up, he gains increased damage. So, oh, cool. Yeah, he sounds <laughs> so awesome. Fun. The battlefields of eternal eternity. Oh my goodness, that battlefield looks absolutely amazing. There's a mechanic yeah, where uh, there's two immortals out on the playfield. And I know, Kurova, you're probably quickly losing interest He's in this. tuning but, out. Sorry, Kurova. <laughs> but, oh my goodness, oh, this map looks amazing. And the mechanic is amazing. What you do is um, you're, there will be an immortal for each side. One side will be heaven, one side will be hell. And uh, whenever you kill, whoever's immortal dies, the other immortal, whatever health that they have left, turns directly into, quote-unquote, a mana bar that they use area, uh, ranged spells from. So when they run oh, okay. out of that mana, then they move into melee range, which makes them a little more vulnerable you know, to being taken down. So the idea is you want to kill the opposing immortal as quickly as possible so that your immortal will then start pushing a lane with as full of a mana bar as possible. That way they're kind of staying back, but they're dealing massive amounts of damage. And oh, so it's such a... It's an interesting mechanic, and they change. Oh, oh my god! I I'm totally geeking out right now, folks. <laughs> this is not a heroes podcast, but holy crap, I I'm excited because more Diablo and heroes uh, mm-hmm. makes uh, makes heroes better. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> we need Great Delisle in Heroes of the Storm. Damn it! As more than just Nova. <laughs> listen, listen, now he's getting compassionate. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, yes, um, we did get an email, and I'll read this. We got it from Funktropus, and thank you, Funktropus. Uh, evidently, he informed me that the reference from last episode was all just the supercalifragilist expialidocious song. And I didn't quite get it, because all I remember is the chorus of that song. So there we go. But his email is, quick question, which Greater Rift boss does does it most terrify you all to see when you are running higher greater rifts for me it's the freaking rat dude who sheds rat clouds <laughs> those things <laughs> chew you up quick also great great discussion of power creep the other day i think you really laid out some of the consequences that may be difficult to address by just adding more torment levels etc I'd be interested in hearing about possible fixes that continue to challenge the top of the top, but also don't involve going to Torment 56. <laughs> I um, I almost think that think there would have to be some redesign of monster scaling slash tactics where strategies become almost as as important as good gear. The return of monster immunities? Signed, Functropus. So, um, Lantonio, what's the Greater Rift boss that you hate seeing the most? Um, personally, I think Choker is probably my least favorite. Really? I for some reason just his gas thing just hurts me when I'm playing my uh, at least when I'm playing Crusader. Yeah. I don't uh, just like every time he does that thing, it just I 
drop health. I don't know, poison hurts me a lot for some reason. Yeah, as, um, although... But I also, I don't do a ton of greater rifts really high, so I, I guess it's hard for me to answer it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I haven't really been pushing, so it's not fresh, uh, it's not on top of mind for me. But... I haven't had Josh Mascara yet, so... Yeah, neither have I. Although, for a while, he was bugged, and you'd kill him in one hit, so... You'd be like, oh, yay, and he drops no loot. But uh, Aww, supposedly man. that was fixed. Okay. I, I I can't say with any you know clarity as to whether or not he that has been fixed because I have not gotten Josh Mascara as a boss. And, yeah, I didn't even know he was one, but okay. <laughs> and Josh, I know you're probably you know waist deep, maybe even neck deep in development of the next expansion because that's why you've been so quiet. But um, you did promise me that you'd come on our show, <laughs> so I would love to get him on, especially if that'd be fo great. Mm -hmm. following an announcement of an expansion. That'd be amazing. That'd so, be very cool. Yeah. But cool. um, I would say back in the day, back in uh, season one, Escandiel was one of the one of the ones that I hated the most because I was a monk and getting pushed back and then slowed and then. You know, just arcane traps, arcane sentries all over the place. Oh my goodness, it's such a nightmare. But uh... so that was my theory why why we haven't gotten uh, a developer on for us to get a good interview yet because they're just waiting to give us the good one. You know? Yeah, that must be it. Expansion. That must be it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, because heck, yeah. if we could be the first person to ask questions about the next expansion, that would be awesome. That'd be very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I should probably answer this question, too. I haven't gotten too far with the Greater Rifts yet. Like I just did, uh, like I said earlier, I just did a Greater Rift 14, and I didn't kill the boss in time, and it was Choker. So, <laughs> yeah. yay. Don't like that one too much. But in the Nephilim Rifts, I know every time I get the boss and it's Cold Snap, I'm just not having it at all. Mm. You know, I can't oh, stand yeah. that. I mean, the thing I hate the most is when I can't move, you know, and yeah. Uh, yeah. that's that's his whole thing, so I, I, I don't like him. I Cold Snap being a pain. But I don't like him at all. Barb, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't hurt the Barb really with Rasp Berserker, but I think with any other class it freezes, yeah, it would be a pain. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't that it was, like, really doing anything to my Crusader, you know, but mm. I just hate not being able to move, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you probably hate Duriel in D2. <laughs> I yeah. haven't really played much D2, honestly. Oh, okay. you know, I, I really haven't. Really yeah, I went from having... You would. <laughs> uh, I probably <laughs> would, yeah. You're, you're probably right. But I, I hate that. And the only way around it is, like, I've got that gem with the lightning, you know? So if you're frozen, sometimes that can keep going and, you know, whatever. But, yeah, um, yeah I think, that um, one. Perdition might be up there as well. He's the uh, clone of... Um, is it Rakanoth, I think? The, uh, mm. the yeah. corrupted oh, angel. Yeah. that has the two yeah. big sword arms and teleports and... If you are a squishy, you get one shot by him in the higher mm -hmm. greater rift levels. I, I I can imagine that happening. I haven't encountered that yet, but I can imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but I honestly the ones, any of the floating angel-like type mobs, uh, corrupted or otherwise, the ones that like to run away from you. Um, I guess Sandshaper also fits into this category, you know, the, the uh, Greater Rift version of Zoltan Cool because he teleports and drops his slow bubble and he has tornadoes and he drops mm -hmm. you know, the ground. And, yeah, yeah, it can be a pain. Yeah. Um, but I do hate uh, 
uh, oh my goodness, I'm blanking on his name. The rat dude, rat king. Um, yeah, the one that jumps all the, isn't it like Bogodiles, little Boglites or something comes off him, or is it just a little rat guy? It's rats, probably. Yeah, I think. Hamelin. I mean, yeah, the mechanism on the Aralis is Hamelin. rats. So. Hamelin is the rat yeah. king, yes. Yeah, that's a pain. So, too, so, yeah. Him and Choker, I would say both of them are pains. Yeah, so um, in terms of adding difficulty without necessarily being a gear check, I really don't want to see monster immunities return. I mean, because straight up, if... Um, I know a lot of builds don't necessarily build around one damage type, but a lot of builds do. And if you get that as your Rift Guardian, you are screwed. That Rift Guard, that Rift is over. So I don't think immunities is necessarily the answer. One-shot mechanics, you know, kind of really suck. So how about a mode with no uh, no gear of your own? You just you you switch over to like uh, like a pre predetermined set of like gray gear or something like that. Well, and, there is um, um you know. I mean, back when Season 3 was being data mined, there were Cursed Realms that were data mined out of that, where your mm. gear mattered, did not matter at all. And it was right. kind of like a mini-game almost, you could say. And, right. But, um, yeah, that it's that's like the eternal question. It's like, how do you introduce challenge without it just being a gear check in this game? Because, uh, I mean, there was a time where you had to dodge pretty much everything, but... If you gear the right way, you can just stand in it. So, I mean, gear pretty much trumps everything. And with gear, mm -hmm. gear inflation as bad as it's gotten, especially with uh, ancient items, there's not an easy answer to that question. So, I, I mean, I guess the one way you'd fix it is with the new expansion, where you, um, you know, you, you, uh, you make all of that old gear, you know, worthless. So that's pretty much the only way so design with not one shot mechanics in mind which was it in, at one point was the intention of the unavoidable damage that way demon hunters didn't get to you know just run around and not have to worry about toughness at all because they could just avoid everything so i don't know i don't know if i'm sure there's not a good answer so um that's probably why we haven't heard too much on it so there you go um, All right. Yeah. In terms of other news, um, there there is a really big piece of news. Diablo Ink Gamers, um, the Ink Gamers site itself has been absorbed into uh, PCUinvasion.com, and Diablo Ink Gamers uh, went back. Like the uh, the site itself was just a part of the Ink Gamers, and it was like a subsite, so to speak. Well, they decided to go independent again, and they've gone back to their old URL, which is DiabloII.net. So, um, if you've clicked on any of our links that have forwarded you to Diablo Inc. Gamers, you'll be like, wait, this is DiabloII.net. What's going on? Well, that's what happened. Um, they did warn us that something was happening with Inc. Gamers, and... Yeah, they did, but they were like, yeah, something's happening, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. about a week and a half later, it was like, oh, hey, wait, this is forwarding to a different URL, and I was like, oh, something is definitely afoot, and then they finally posted what is happening, so right, mm -hmm. you can go check that out. I'm excited for them. Um, I mean, 
usually when you are independent you have a lot more freedom to do what you want to do and not have to abide by any corporation restrictions and stuff like that mm-hmm, i mean we right. saw it with uh you know wow insider you know when yeah when that whole debacle uh-huh. thing happened and then they rose from the you know the ashes as blizzard watch and they are way more productive than they ever used to be so mm-hmm. um go check them out they do have a much like us they have a uh, system of um helping supporting them and it doesn't just support their main site it also supports the diablo 2 wiki and diablonut.com i forget the exact URLs, but it's it's not just them it's you know a series of sites that they that they host so you can go check that out and pretty much already talked about everything else i mean um yeah i think so i think we covered it yeah if you are into heroes and you want to check out more diablo content in heroes there will be a PTR on June 23rd, so that's very soon. And mm-hmm. then the first internal conflict update will be June 30th, so they're having a one-week PTR. I guess that's just to iron out any bugs that come out. Um, this first content patch will include the Butcher as a melee assassin and the Battlefields of Eternity battle- Battleground. And I'm really, really stoked. Um, there is a piece of official art where you get to see... Um, it looks like there's going to be an Angelic Diablo skin, which I'm super excited about. And they showed off uh, Sonya wearing the Amazon starting... Is that the starting gear that the Amazon runs with? Back in, in the, the same piece of artwork, or is it something different? No, no, no. It's in the same piece of artwork. She's same a, piece of artwork. Yeah, she's right next to the Butcher with her, you know, her blonde oh, okay. hair. I'm trying to see... Yeah, she's wearing... Is it Nova? Yeah, Nova. She's wearing the Amazon garb. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. Riding the wolf, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is an awesome piece of artwork, by the way. Yeah. And, That's uh, really cool. You may... I'm gonna make that a background. <laughs> they took demonic material off of the off of this shop because they wanted to rework the skin. And I think this artwork gives us a little bit of an idea of what the new demonic material will look like. That looks really cool. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and then you also have, you know, uh, Johanna in her Centurion armor. They, they kind of right. went with uh, existing armor sets and, or skins, I should say, and mm-hmm. ones that are probably going to appear in the very near future to uh, flood this artwork with. I mean, you have mm-hmm. um, you have Tassadar back there in the background. That's his master skin right there. And, uh, I forget which skin that is for Tyrande. On the white tiger. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know the names of the skins at all. But I think but that it's is pink. her. It's very, very pink. It's either her master skin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's either her master or her blood elf. But she's got the eye, the makeup on her. So I think that's her master. And then you got Murky, you know, being <laughs> Murky. He's got like <laughs> Murky what is, he is going to be. He's it's his um StarCraft two armor. Um, oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but I guess there's a white and gold variant of it. <laughs> so it, you know, it fits with the, it fits with the color scheme that they were going with the heaven versus hell side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the skeleton king very prominently featured. So that um, will be fun to play. That I would imagine really he will shortly be available after the butcher. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, the, I think so. Yeah. The butcher. And they've just... got Brightwing over on the hell side in this uh, piece of art, which I think is fitting. <laughs> yep. 
yeah, and have that's you listened just to some of the things that creature says? Oh my god! Yeah, she definitely. <laughs> Brightwing definitely fits on the demonic side. I oh I, yeah, mm-hmm. I have no evil little creature. Yeah, she is very evil. So, mm-hmm. so um, that's the only other thing that I've been playing. Um, I have watched a few things. I watched the. Uh, I have kids, so let me just preface this because. Um, <laughs> I watched yeah. the Spongebob, Sponge Out of Water movie. Oh, like you wouldn't watch it anyway. Oh, well, I wouldn't have watched Spongebob <laughs> if I didn't have kids, but I kind of, I really enjoy the show because, you know, that that's where the whole chocolate thing originated from, folks. If if you have not caught on, that's where chocolate is. It D3C, always chocolate, not classic. Mm-mm. Or, and it's definitely not vanilla because chocolate is my favorite flavor of ice cream, so... <laughs> and uh, anyway. th- that movie was I I laughed I was drinking a lot of beer but it was genuinely <laughs> it was genuinely hilarious so there were some very um, very laugh out loud moments in that movie so um, I also watched uh, John Wick I finally got around to watching that Keanu Reeves um, whoa that, that's all I have to say great movie it's a lot of fun to watch <laughs> And uh, I have been watching this uh, Netflix series called Between. It has, um, <sighs> again, I have, you know, a young daughter. So we used to watch iCarly. And, uh, um, oh my goodness, I'm blinking on the actress's name. Um, not Carly herself, but her friend, the blonde-haired. Um, Melissa Cargrove? No, no, that's that's Carly. I have no it? idea. Well, anyways, no Between, I've, I've watched and this is an this is an experiment with netflix because usually when they introduce a television series you can binge watch it you you can watch all the episodes right all at once Mm -hmm. but with this show they're doing they're doing the staggered one week episode release schedule oh so you have to wait yeah and it has a lot of people angered (laughs) and (laughs) and they're giving one stars because they don't want to wait until the next episode comes out and it's just like "Mm." One star for impatience. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Sean just yeah. tweeted my beer face. That's awesome. <laughs> I'll have to look that up in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, there you go. So, Antonio, what else have you been playing? Well, obviously, Hearthstone. Oh, yes. I just looked at the tweet. <laughs> but, yeah. So, Hearthstone, obviously. Um, let's see. Not any other video games. Uh, played some Scrabble and some more Clue with the fam for the board games. Uh, watched a couple, couple new movies though. I saw the the Kingsman. Oh, Secret. I want to watch that. That so was. Bad. An, oh well, you can watch it on uh, MovieTube.cc, and it's got perfect quality. Just stream it right online. So, awesome movie by the way. Uh, and then um, Mandy forced me to watch. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Was, uh, oh wow! I mean, the, it wasn't horrible, I guess, but meh, you know. So, <laughs> but then uh, I think uh, Age of Ultron and Fast and the Furious Seven around there too. We'll probably watch those. I saw Fast and the Furious in the theaters, but maybe watch it again. We'll see. But yeah, not a lot of extra entertainment lately. So. Um, so there you I go. I think if there's anything big. Any shows that we started to watch and changed? Um, not, 
not really kind of excited for Orange is the New Black to come back. I got it. Yeah, that that'll be good. That'll back. be good. That's about a week from now, I think, or next week sometime. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's about it for me for other media. Yeah. And as for me, I've been playing Heroes. Um, got my player level to 12, so you get a uh, special fancy card back in Hearthstone when you do that. And I got, um, I think because I kind of participated a little bit in the, the uh, Heroes launch thing on Twitter, you know, I don't remember what I did exactly, but um, I got a direct message from the actual uh, Heroes of the Storm verified account, and they gave me a code for Diablo and the uh, Kajo Diablo, right? Or Kajo yep. Diablo skin. And um, so I got that for free because I seem to have won it somehow. I was not expecting it. It was really, really weird. Um, so I, you know, I put the code in, it worked, and started playing Diablo and, you know, put the uh, the skin on him and he looks like Godzilla. It is so much fun. So much fun. I haven't played that character since the alpha and it's still a ton of fun. So that's probably what I'll be playing mostly in yeah, Heroes Diablo, now. But, Diablo's still a lot you know? of fun to play. Oh my gosh. And he has such snarky comments too, you know, it's just, <laughs> and the timing of them. I mean, I know they're kind of just, you know, on a automated kind of thing, but, um, yeah, it was just, you know, <laughs> it's just fun. It's a lot of fun. He's incredibly destructive. So that's what I want to do. And, uh, that was kind of an unexpected little treat. So I think yeah. I'm definitely going to need someone to show me some heroes or just check <laughs> it out myself because there's a lot of Diablo stuff coming into it and hearing mm-hmm. about it a lot now with you guys really making me want to play. So well, Yeah, well, if, if we don't set up the timing right, um, go in and you can play against the AI and you can click a box to have your team be AI players as well. So if you screw it up, nobody's going to be like screaming at you. you know? right. oh, um, wouldn't, you know? wouldn't bother me if they did. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, you could do it that way. You can still do the, uh, that's how I play, and you can do the daily quest through that, and it yep. works. Um, cool. And that'll give okay. you the chance to try out whatever characters you're going to try and, uh, you know, get to know their skills and, you know, mess around with it. That's a good way to start, you know? Yeah. Awesome. I've invested, mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm now at $87 into Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> For this free-to-play game, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I bought Johanna... <laughs> And I decided, why not just get her, get the package and get her Centurion armor skin as well. Is there a way to, while you play, unlock everything? Or is certain things yes. have to be... Yes. No, you, okay. you can, I mean, you can, you don't unlock it by getting a, a quest or something like that, but you can earn enough gold to purchase a hero or to purchase skins or whatever else is in the store. Yeah, if you're So I've already, buy... already done that. I bought, um, I bought Muradin. Yeah. Know, big Muradin's... giant dwarf uh, with, with just gold. So, yeah. Yeah, th- there's, nice. um... You have 2,000 gold heroes, like I think Muradin is in that in mm-hmm. that category. He was in that range, yeah. Then I think there's uh, some 4,000, some 7,000, and you're... There's a ten, some 10,000. 10, 10,000, and then any new hero that is introduced to the game for at least, I think, a week or two, they are 15,000 gold. Mm-hmm. So that, that way it's to kind of incentivize you to buy them with real money. As or a, to play a lot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but you can only get so many daily quests is kind of staggered, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you do... If you win... If you're playing in versus AI, you get 25 gold for a win. If you do it in... Mm-hmm. Um, if you do it in just standard quick match, which is against real people, it's 75 for a win and I think 25 for a loss? Or maybe... Oh, okay. So, um... You can kind of look at it that way. Um, you're, you're pretty much always going to get gold, so you're the more you play, the more gold you'll accumulate. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, and if you're if you have to if you found a character and you just have to get that one right now and play them right now, then you can purchase it. Yeah, if and they you, do weekly sales. You know, so they do. Like I think Tyrael's fifty percent off right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Although by the time our listeners are listening to this, he will not be. It on might sale not be. Anymore. Yeah, but he was. So, I mean, keep looking in the store. Stuff goes fifty percent off every so often. But um, I don't know. I mean, if you don't feel like you absolutely must have all the heroes right now, you can earn them through gold. And uh, I'm kind of doing it that way because I play everything slow. So yeah. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and if you have a Facebook account, you can get a Mechano Spider. Right. Right. But you have to have a Facebook account. Yep. Okay, which I, I don't have. Candies. Well, yeah, well, that, well like, I hate Facebook. <laughs> now, does she have? Because I think the code connects to like you have to when you get a code for something, you have to go into BattleNet. Like that's what I did when I got my code for Diablo. Uh, well, you have to go into BattleNet and it quick. hooks up to your account. You know. Well, I make an account really fast. You could do that. Yeah, that I, would I work. think it's, that would work. it's a unique code generated based on the Facebook account. It doesn't necessarily tie into your BattleNet account, so I'm oh, pretty maybe sure not. you can do it yeah. that way. Because I, I tried to. Um, because the whole team builder thing was broken for a while and I wasn't quite sure if the code was unique to my Facebook account so I sent Jen a code and unfortunately she wasn't able to use it so. yeah it told me that code's already been used I'm like damn yeah. <laughs> you know? I was like oh okay <laughs> now we know for sure it's a unique code mm-hmm. so. yeah so we can't do that mm-hmm. but you know it's, it's a spider mount why do you really want it I just because it. it's a spider. Spiders are so cool. I hate spiders so much. <laughs> I love spiders. I've always liked spiders. I've been playing with spiders since I was tiny. But Nevik, um, you and Mandy would get along so much. I, <laughs> I have to kill spiders all day long. For her. Don't kill them. Bring them no. back outside. No, no, no. You don't understand. If I don't kill them, she kills me. <laughs> oh, she okay. goes search as much. Like spider, kill it now, kill it. Yeah. It's a spider, though. <laughs> I mean, it'll eat the other bugs in your house. You know, they're great little things. Yeah. Anyway. You don't have to tell me that. I understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I get, I know most people visible. don't like spiders. Yeah. It's just when they're visible. You're like, okay, as long as you're hiding behind something, I, I don't care. But once you're out and about, that's when you get squished. So. Aww. <laughs> I, we take them outside. We take yeah. them back outside. <laughs> I Before uh, before we uh, get out of this, uh, close out this segment, I, I have to say this. Jen and I have been playing Warcraft together. Oh, I forgot and to say that. We're, yeah. yeah, we're um, we're leveling up a couple of dwarves, and we're you know sort of hovering in the forty level forty ish range. And uh, last night we played through Anderhall, <laughs> which is in the uh, western, <laughs> it's in the west, western, yeah, plague western Plaguelands. And it's a lot of you know essentially zombies. And there's there's a point when um, you you go through a quest where there's uh, these constantly respawning skeletons that just come out they and attack you. They just they keep just coming. They just run up to you and keep coming. Pretty and... much. And uh, <laughs> to, to really, uh, you know, codify Jen as, uh, you know, a real Diablo player at heart. I mean, she just loved this, you know, part of the, the game in Warcraft. We, <laughs> yeah. we, we got done with it. I was just laughing it. so hard. I'm you like, know? oh my god, Skelly's yeah. look. There's more. They just keep coming, <laughs> and she was just, she, she goes, oh, I'm just going to keep coming back here, and just, I'm just going to come back here forever and just Yeah, I want to take, like, I have a Death Knight that's <laughs> higher level than the characters we're playing, and I want to know what those, you know, area of effect spells will do if you run into the Skellies. And, anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that was like, this is my spot, and wow, I have yeah. found it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. I could talk about WoW, but I better not because then I'll go on a rant about the uh, direction Aww. that the leadership of the Warcraft team 
seems Aww. to be taking the game in. So, so roll roll a new character and play through the old stuff and have fun. Yeah, <laughs> I know? can't support them anymore. That's the thing. It's like oh, a, okay. Well, if that's if that's it, then that's it. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. I, I don't want to say that the uh, the admission that we're not going to have flying in Draenor was the final nail and maybe decide that that's it but it kind of was I mean, it wasn't the only reason why i've decided to step away from world that is a contentious thing it is my understanding like i don't care because like i said i'm in western Plaguelands. i don't care right now i've never been in draenor it doesn't affect me directly right now but um you know i can see on social media that this is a very contentious thing the the lack of flying yeah, that much I understand, and that's all I know. Yeah, back back when I used to be a part of postcards for Mazeroth, um, having flying was uh, very key to getting some of those mm-hmm. those postcard screenshots that that I created. And speaking of postcards from Azeroth, Riorial, uh, as it used to be known on Twitter, um, he recently reconnected with me and said that he's playing D three on the PS three, so wow, he's loving cool. it and. I had lost contact with this guy, and oh my goodness, I was so happy. It, this just happened today too. I was like, I was like, oh my god, you're back! I missed you. <laughs> Don't ever Aww. leave me again. Oh, that, that's a little <laughs> creepy. Um, but yeah, starting to sound like Gollum with his precious there. You know, yeah. it's just too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I missed having Riorial or Wingtips Waltz or all of his other Twitter names that he used to have, and now he's a uh, he's heavy into the footy as you might say um mm-hmm. you know we, we call it soccer over here in yeah, the real world yeah well you got that whole fifa thing going on with all the corruption so. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, <laughs> so yeah he's he kind of stepped away from all the mmo stuff and uh but he really wanted to play diablo 3 i mean i back in the day back before uh, i think even before the game launched he was like he wanted to play it but he didn't have ps3 and I guess now he has a PS3, but he doesn't have a PS4, so I guess he's stuck playing the unsupported Reaper of Souls if he's playing that version, because I think they. But at have... least he's if he's having fun. I mean, yeah, you know. it, it's it's good. So I, I'm I'm glad that he. Wow, we are so tangenty, and this is yes. I, I remember one point I was like, yeah, you know this show with the lack of tweeters and the lack of emails <laughs> should be like an hour and a half tops. You know? Oh no! Oh no way! Yeah. Oh, no. We're yeah. we're we're pushing the three hour mark for sure. Yeah. And uh I, I did you you're gonna hear this later, but we actually had a listener, Hogeye, I wanna thank you so very much for submitting uh official forum thread masterpiece theater. He actually oh, did an audio. So I'm gonna be tossing the audio um bits onto that. And oh, you'll, how nice. you'll get to listen to that after the show. And I think I might do a song in the show. Um so, yeah, this show will probably come in very close to three hours. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, I'm sorry, Sean. And you're actually here for me to apologize <laughs> to you. Yeah, directly. Yeah, okay. you know? I'll take that. So, um, I guess I better close out the show because otherwise we will go over three hours. And, uh, yeah. Although I'm sure most of our listeners won't complain about that. Although Kurova's <laughs> not even listening to this part because he's already tuned out. So... Yeah. Well, see, that's why we put it at the end. So if it's not your thing, you don't miss anything else. Yeah, uh, I since I don't know if either of you have listened to the episode 85, I did put out there that I wanted feedback on our other games and entertainment section. Cause I kind of we felt, got feedback. From one person. 
So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, one person doesn't make. Uh, well, we need more. Okay, yes. we need more. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know some of you probably don't care, and you could care less. You probably just like listening to us interacting with each other, and it doesn't matter what we could be talking about. But for, I know that there are listeners out there that strictly want the Diablo content, mm -hmm. and um, that's why they. So let us know. Yeah. That, that's probably why they listen to the West March Workshop or Cool Story Bro or, um, well, I guess we can't call it the Diablo podcast from Diablo and Gamers anymore because it would just be the Diablo podcast from DiabloII.net unless they change their right. name again. But hmm. uh, over there, you can get almost strictly, you know, 100% Diablo information. <laughs> but we are a yeah. community focused podcast, so that's why we tangent a lot. So it's all good. Yes. But before we do break that three-hour barrier, I should probably close up the show. <laughs> you have been yes. listening to episode 86 of the Shattered Soulstone, which ran way longer than I thought. Um, if you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives. And oh my goodness, Funktropus. <laughs> I, I don't know how he does it, how, how he's going through our backlog. And But anyways, you, you find our backlog over at ShatteredSoulstone.com. While there, why not join our community forums and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. If you want to join us in-game, join our in-game community, aptly named Shattered Soulstone. And feel free to post up short missives up on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. This show is powered by you, the listeners, so send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulstone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Stone. I'm at Nev James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. Our guest uh, is at Shano. I'm sorry. I stumbled there for a second. And our fourth That's musketeer right. is at Lantonio. I, I I think I was like weighing whether or not I should have done our guest after Lantonio. Anyways. <laughs> well, it's done. <laughs> yeah, it's done. <laughs> That's one Whatever, now. save the best for last. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just get to the get to the dregs. Um, Aww. We would like to. You extend... two behave like brothers. I swear, it's like <laughs> siblings. <you know? laughs> yes, it's fun. Yeah. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com, and. Before I close this all out, just remember you can support the show over at patreon.com slash soulstone. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, um, I'm going to be doing... I don't know. I, I'm blanking. I think I'm going to be doing sleepy time soon. Sleepy time soon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That big old whiskey sour is hitting me hard. <laughs> oh, wow. And now, Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast presents... Official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater Title Pendant Greetings folks, it is Nevik here with another official Forum Thread Masterpiece Theater Though this time there's going to be a little bit of a difference 
You see, listener Hogeye submitted a reenactment of a forum thread that he found massively humorous. So let's just jump right in. Hey guys, here's a forum post to share. From Joseph. Blizzard told us to buy their game. They have trading and PvP. I bought their game. It has neither. They stole my money. Blizzard makes statements and patch notes that are blatant lies. There will always be an arrow showing where the Rift Guardian is. Not true. Even one situation where it has no arrow means their statement is a lie. They are liars. They should be ashamed, but they are not. They are proud of their thieving and lies. There is a word for people like that. Psychopaths. Thank you, Joseph, for sharing. Again, I wanted to thank Hawkeye for submitting that humorous reenactment of the forum thread that he found. You can do the same by recording yourself reenacting a forum thread that you find humorous and sending that audio to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. I'll wrap it and put a bow on it, and then all of our listeners can enjoy it. So until next time, keep enjoying those forums. This podcast is copyright 2015 Dawn Forge Productions. Thank you for listening. Check us out at thedawnforge.com.